Hey everyone, welcome to After All That. This is a brand new podcast that we started and we are here to talk about the best show ever, Big Brother, and also a little couple other shows while we have it. So today we're going to talk about the premiere episodes, episodes, yes, of The Perfect Show of Big Brother Canada Season 9. While we're at it, I have my lovely co-host, Josiane and Nick, and my name is Vicent. So please sit down, grab a drink, grab something to eat because we are going to talk. Okay. Um, all right. Kick it off, bestie Nick. Let's start <laughs> with the, the the introductions, like the way that they walked in. Um, mm-hmm. So the first two were Kiefer and Tina, as they were chosen to be the captains. Um, so what did you guys think, not only of them, but as them being the captain choices? I mean, okay. Well, here's the thing. Watching their bios and their videos, I instantly loved Kiefer and Tina. And I was actually really excited for Tina. Tina fits into uh, the type of house guest that I don't necessarily see myself rooting for, usually. Um, not to say that they're bad characters or anything like that, or persons, or people, I should say. But it's not the person I gravitate towards. And Tina, I don't know, she made me feel a lot different. And she talked about, um, she talked about a little bit about, um, you know, being charismatic and trying to be adaptable within her bios and stuff. So I was really excited for her. Um, Kiefer, I love any First Nation Metis like representation at all. I think it's super duper important. The show is trying to represent Canada and these people are very important people in Canada. So I'm so glad that we saw we got to have someone like Kiefer on the cast. Yeah, I was gonna say the same. Uh, Kiefer gave me a huge Damien maybe Cancelin vibe of it. She represented his nation and I was really happy to see him. Uh Tina, um she I'm not going to lie, she gave me Carol vibes from last season. I had a bad feeling about that. and um, But after seeing her on the first episode, I really liked her vibe. And uh, I hope she stays because I actually do like her. But yeah, very nice. Yeah, I am. I like Kiefer from the jump. I don't think a lot of people did, which I you kind of expect. He's not the one. He doesn't look like the models, as they pointed out, when they were like, is everyone models? Like, they look different. And I feel like that definitely relates to how they're perceived, especially when we know very little. Um, and I always root for the people that people don't root for. Um, I just always, I don't know, I have to be different. But um, I was really excited to see Kiefer. Um, Tina, I liked as well. I did pick her for my draft because she does have the same name as my mom. Um, but also I think that she was interesting. So I think it was a good choice. Uh, I. As captains, I know that there were, like, Twitter talked about choosing who they wanted to be in a sense of setting them up for the future, but I didn't really see this being the the decision. Not that Twitter, like, decided it, but, like, I didn't necessarily see this this being, like, in a way connected to that, so I wonder, like, how big is Twitter's vote compared to overall? Um, Because I don't think it would have been them if it was the pure Twitter vote. Oh, absolutely not. Like, Twitter was talking about Austin and Julie and then more so Julie in the sense that they didn't want to separate Austin and Julie so 
to say that I was shocked that it was Kiefer and Tina, Tina would be an understatement. I was on the floor. I was shook. I literally did not see it coming, but I'm so thankful that it was them because I think a lot of the issues with some of the house guests is that there's this idea that the old person goes home, which is low-key a bit ageist, if I say so myself. I think a prime example of that was Rosina from season six. Like, she first boot and she was robbed she had so much to give and i feel like people don't utilize um or they tend to isolate the people who are older so to have the older house guests um be these captains and safe first week and making a bit of the power moves and kind of structuring the season i think was super dope and i'm so glad that canada had the same mindset as of a, like within each other and not necessarily Twitter but all right so um I think the next four were Beth, Julie, uh Tishon and Kyle. Um personally if I were to rank them like uh favorite to like least favorite I'd say Julie, uh Tishon, <laughs> Beth and then Kyle. I don't necessarily feel connected to Kyle in any way um I was very excited for Julie Beth I have here like question marks like I could not get a read yet at all and I was not that I expected it I also don't take the hold these like these don't hold a lot of weight just because it's not game related at all right now um and I feel like it's definitely played up their personalities in any way um but I thought Beth was a little strange. Um, Kyle, just I feel like he's just very typical. Like, I don't think he – I hope it, that's wrong, but I just don't feel like I'll see him add anything. Um, that's just where I'm at, personally. Uh, first things first, I got to say Tishon is my number one in this game because I got to help and represent my city. So any Montreal person I see, like, I have to help and represent and support – other than that, like, I really like Julie. Like, Julie is, like, uh, let's say a fresh air. Like, I don't know how to say it properly, but when I saw her and she came in with her bio throwing out the trash, I was like, yes, this is what I want. This is what I need, and I'm here to stand and all that. And it's so fun to see other representations uh, in Canada where, like, there's trans, there's Black, White, First Nations, gay, all of that. So it's pretty, really so great to see uh and beth and kyle like their bios when i saw it i could say like i like them but that's all i could say because i don't know what i can make out of them and it's really hard to say from a fan standpoint of view but i hope they change my mind and i want to see some great stuff from them but yeah other than that, here you. i'm not gonna lie i think so i'm gonna talk, start with beth and kyle but particularly kyle my issue with Kyle is that for those who don't know, Kyle wasn't originally on the cast. Um, someone else was supposed to be on the cast and Twitter, the true FBI agents came in and snatched that position right away from him. I know that's right. So I have to give a big shout out to production for that because, you know, a lot of us tend to tweet about our frustrations um, about racism in the game and homophobia and all of that so the fact that that was dealt with so swiftly i have to applaud them on that so th with that 
Kyle to me is kind of enough overshadowed by that. So I didn't get to attach myself or want to attach myself with Kyle in comparison to the first house guests that were introduced because Kyle came in like right after and it was really low key because I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the house guests through the show. I watched it through the bios were out, everyone run. So with Kyle coming in, I'm kind of like, meh, because I he's really overshadowed by it. And his bio, if you saw Ethan's and you saw Kyle's, they're very similar. And they feel the same archetype. And in general, I don't even root necessarily for those archetypes. Usually it does evolve where I might want to, but Kyle wasn't giving me that. Beth, um, especially during episode two with the intro, we'll get to, into the second episode this week, but the sweet farm girl, the southerner um, type archetype as well, um, I don't really connect with. So Beth seemed really cool. I like her occupation. I think she's a super dope person. She gives me very bubbly, um, but there's definitely people I would prioritize over on the cast and even within this group. Um, and then we could talk about Tyshawn. I am rooting for him. I know that's right. Black man to the front. So we have to stand. Um, and then Julie, I was really excited. Um, I feel like we hadn't seen, correct me if I'm wrong, we hadn't seen a transgender player since Audrey. And Audrey left like season week two, week two, week three. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I was really excited to to see to see Julie. Um, but we'll get more into her. Yeah. <laughs> I wanna add also, I think what Big Brother Canada did the production, I think it's one of the first reality TV show networks to listen to their fans, like to listen to Twitter and they took that and made an action out of it. And I would like to applaud that for them because like like I wouldn't see Big Brother US I wouldn't see Survivor. I don't see other shows, other networks would do that. So, like, I would like to give a shout out to production, especially Arissa, because now she's executive producer and she looked at that and she was like, yo, out. Period. And mm-hmm. I also want to imagine, like, how, like, what was the conversation? Like, what did they tell him? And I'm like, he, he must be like distraught right now, but like, I don't have no sympathy for him because. <laughs> No, legit, like, I have no sympathy for him. You don't do that. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, because, like, how did they tell him, like, yeah, you were on the cast, but, like, um... And then also, like, I don't think, not, I don't think anyone's really, like, checking up on, like, him on social media, so it's, like, what does, like, what does he know? Like, what is he, what was his reaction and all that? Um, but I do, I agree, like, production did the right thing. Um, I know we haven't seen it before, but I, or, like, in Big Brother terms of like having someone removed for that. But mm-hmm. I did have a feeling that Big Brother Canada would. I think that push was just too strong for them to have ignored it, especially at the stage that it was. I think if that were to be found out maybe like right now, I don't know what they would have done. Um, mm. So I think the timing was good. But yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. also it's like, the, um, if people, if random people on Twitter with no information about this person can suddenly find it, how could they not have found it when he willingly gave them information to apply? Because it's, right. well, it's not that the application process doesn't like require too much about you, but at the same time, it's like very basic stuff. 
So I feel like that's still what Twitter went off of and found that like quickly. Um, so as much as like, I do still give them credit for that, obviously, because they did take action. I just think like, they're still need like, I don't know, just take Stan Twitter's like methods. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I agree though. We should have, I think there's definitely an issue with casting in terms of background checks. And it's not necessarily just applies to Big Brother Canada. I feel like when I'm talking about this, I'm referring more to the US, but there's a lot of like things like mug shots and criminal records and blatant racism that is showcased simply by a simple research name. So I just feel like that like, I think we're really grateful for it because there is this lack in reality of TV of like disciplining people in real life for con like real life consequences that should occur in general. So that's why I think everyone's like gun ho about it, but like it should usually be the norm. So like probably in a few seasons now, when if like this situation ever occurs again, I hope not, I hope casting will take that a little bit more seriously. But if it goes down the line, I think people are going to be like, okay, this is just a norm. Like, you have to kick them out. Like, hello. Mm -hmm. yeah. Can we talk about the fake file, though? <laughs> like, I think the fake file, I was like, I was so confused because I saw two pictures and, I, and they looked alike. And I'm like, okay, what's happening? Then, like, he made a Twitter post or he made, like, an Insta story saying that he's not the actual Kyle Moore. Mm -hmm. I think and he played along with it and he wanted to be like, like you know i want to go on big brother Canada. he has to i feel like he has auditioned for like season 10. i feel like that would be such a funny story i i wasn't like because there was like a bunch of photos of like random people i didn't really like see much of that um which i was glad because i didn't know what was going on um i never ended up watching kyle's video just in general because i don't know but i do think like that the the fake one kyle too is still like a genuinely good person as well like the one who's not on the show so I kind of in a way feel bad it's kind of like it would have been nice you know like at, at what we know about him he's like able to be trusted um, mm. whereas like with Kyle he replaced someone though like the way the casting working like the alternates usually represent like the similar archetype mm -hmm. that they feel. so I'm like all right at the moment he's cool but I don't know I don't want to just like assume that he's going to do bad because I don't, I don't think he will. Mm -hmm. I think if anything, he'll just kind of be boring. The one that's in the yeah. house. Um, Not the furniture. But I, I don't know. The other Kyle, it would have been nice to see him. But at the same time, it's just some random dude. So it's, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Second round of house guests. Yeah. So the next four were Latoya, Jed, um, Austin, and Josh. So what did y'all think about them? Oh, okay. I'll start the LaToya talk. Okay. Okay. I'm a black woman first. So anytime I see a black person, I'm like, yes, we have to stand. We have to, we have to, we have to, we have to support. And then I thought she was a cop. <laughs> um, and that's where I have mixed feelings about it. Because whether you want to believe the all cops, all cops are bastards, or A C A B. Well, it's your right, whatever your belief is. I still believe in that, 
and I think people think that racism in Canada is not a thing, and it's a very much a thing. Um, I've literally been dealing with a lot of it within my university currently right now as we speak. So it is very much alive. It is very much a thing. People do believe in Blue Lives Matter back here. We do have Trump supporters here. Like there's a lot of that reflection with the United States and Canada. And I feel like people don't know that. So, you know, when you see a black woman, you have, as a black woman myself, you have to like, approach the situation carefully. So I wanted to be very focused on what she was gonna say in her video. Um, the video that was shown on TV is very much different than the ones that we saw in the bio in the sense that in the um, bios that we saw that were released, she said that she wanted to change the perception that people have of cops. And that's where she lost me. Because I feel like when you have such a big platform, and an opportunity like Big Brother. Obviously, it is all about games, but it is a social experiment, and there's that blend, blended of two, that there is politics in Big Brother, there is social constructs, all these things in Big Brother. It's literally the game. So for her to say that as a Black woman, I was so disappointed, especially since I applied, and I know so many other Black women who did apply, and we weren't coming in to change the perspective of the way people view cops. So it was just very disappointing to hear that. And I felt like her whole bio, even the video on, on TV was all about her being a cop. There was no talk about the swimsuits, that she's an entrepreneur, none of that. She was in the police uniform in her car and that was it. So those were my first impressions. Part of me always wants to root for her. Um, and I'm hoping that the small video doesn't represent in large who she is, and maybe she could clarify that later on if she does leave the house. Um, but she is a Black woman, so part of me will always root for the Black woman, the Black person, period, which leads to Judson. <laughs> um, Judson, I think, was very, I think he shined this episode, the episode one premiere. Um, first impressions, though, low-key, I didn't know what we're going to get from him. Um, he's a model, he plays basketball, and that doesn't scream gameplay to me. I love gameplay, and that, that's what I'm here for. Um, and he wasn't delivering that. He was saying I was a comp beast, and he's a Love Island um, recruit. Like, he was supposed to be on Love Island, and instead he's on Big Brother. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. So... I, it made me feel, especially when they have that clip where they put, I believe it was Judson and who was it? Austin? Yeah. I forget. The side-by-side the -side where it was like, um, the heart, heart, the heart wants what it wants. I was like, get out of here with that. Really? This is not Love Island. This is Big Brother. Um, I want something about, I'm going to go with my gut, not what the heart wants, what it wants. If you find love, love that for you. But it seems like that's his main objective. So I'm not really here for that. And then who else was in that first, that second round? Um, Austin and Josh. Austin and Josh. Okay. Uh, Josh. Ah, Josh. Okay. I actually spoke to the person who runs his Twitter account yesterday night. We had like a long conversation with um, Andrew from Big Brother Canada and uh, Jessica from BB21 and Courtney from the All Girls podcast. They're super dope. And I, I think talking to Brody also helped my first impressions of him for, from like the first episode. 
um, because I, I will say Josh was giving me a bit jughead. Um, I'm a weirdo. Uh, have you ever seen me without this hat on? But, <laughs> um, but I think the loner idea that he was going into the video really did translate and I didn't think it was going to as much. Um, so he was giving me, I felt like his intro video, I feel like it was like exaggerated to be exaggerated and it's not actually who he is. But now I'm seeing that there is some parallels to that saying in the loner, I'm alone, even though the game is about social game. Um, and then last but not least, it was Josh and Austin. 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 I like Austin. I think she has potential. I want to get into her in season episode two, but I liked her from the jump. She was a part of my draft picks, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I obviously liked her and I think she has very much potential. I think she's a cute girl. She can maneuver around, I think, but it might have changed after this episode too. So I'm going to pass the mic to someone else. <laughs> Uh, I just gotta say, I can't stand Josh. I don't know why. Like, I wanna like him, but I just can't. And, like, I'm gonna, I can't be like, oh, I like his bio. No, I hated his bio. And I, I, I don't wanna say I'm a hater, but, like, I just wanna see more of him. From the episodes, then the, like, the second episode, I was like, okay, now I see it. He's messy. Very. Like, <laughs> Josh. Very, okay, like, I was like, wow, okay, that's something. Because I personally like Josh still mm-hmm. after the second episode. However, he I, I want him to have a better attitude. Like, it's, I get the loner thing naturally. You're kind of like, it's not like rebellious, but I, I get it. Like, the idea of like a groups of people can sometimes be annoying if you're mm-hmm. naturally a loner. But at the same time, like, if he's actually there to win, he has to drop that. I don't care if you're a loner in real life. You're not in the Big Brother house if you want to be a winner. Like, if you're just going to mm-hmm. be a loner, have fun being a pre-jury boot. And that sucks because he is on my... Uh, on my uh, Draft. <laughs> very fearful that he was going to be the first boot. But um, I think what, what little gameplay we've seen from him, he, it is kind of promising. Like, I think he could bring something. He just has to change around that attitude because I feel like like you said, that his intro video was awful. Awful, awful. <laughs> the leather jacket needs to be burned. Like, <laughs> way, like his, his, his nice suit when he walked in, like, I get it. It's the first intro walk-in, like, you're going to dress up. But I was like, mm-hmm. that looks like it fits him. It looks like it is his personality. The leather jacket and everything he wore in the intro, I just thought wasn't real. Like, mm. and my thing is, like, he, he doesn't, seem to have a lot of personality but what he does have i just don't want it to be used like poorly like i get it like he might sound he might seem edgy for being a loner he might seem different and i can get behind that but i can only get behind that if you're willing to like do some work in the game that you're here to play it's like different if i were watching like the real world or something like that where they're not competing where it's like he'd probably just annoy me right off the bat and i probably wouldn't give him much of a chance if he keeps up that attitude but I think mm. he could bring something. Um, who else was in that group? Because I don't remember. Austin. All I have <laughs> is Austin o- is okay. Like her because of the clip of Brayden and Julie, which we will be talking about. <laughs> um, but Jed, 
Oh, Jed, I just don't, I just think, I just don't want him to be, like, being an athlete to be his personality. Yeah. yeah. Because he mentioned, like, the basketball, he is, like, tr- attractive, like, he's, like, typical, like, you know, pretty boy, like, modeling. So mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to have an easier time in the game, but yeah. I don't think that's going to be a response to him actually playing the game. I just mm-hmm. think he'll naturally make his way through, um, especially with, like, I don't know the ages, specific ages of these people, but I do think there's, like, a few outliers that will just be dropped. Um, I can't guarantee that, but I don't know. And then LaToya, (laughs) I, episode two really kind of solidified my opinion, but Mm. I do also feel the same way, whereas, like, I could never root against her, but she does kind of have to just have that, uh, but, Again, it has to deal with the episode. The intro, I liked her. I liked everything about her other than being a cop. But of mm. course, the video was like oriented about like, let me her talk being about a cop. Me. Yeah, like let me show you that I'm a cop. Let me tell you about all these other things. But it's like, I don't know, show me what you are. But if you're just showing me that you're a cop and just talking about all this other stuff, that doesn't mean much. Mm. Um, but I do think she can show that. But again, my like, we'll talk about the episode because that really solidified an opinion I had on her. Um, unfortunately, but no, opinions are opinions. All right. I know that's right. Did you have anything else to say about these four, Vicken? Mm. I see, like, okay, Latoya, like, exactly the same as what you and Josiane said. Like, I can't go against the black woman because I love black people. Like, I have nothing else, I have nothing bad to say. It's just that it's like, oh, I'm a cop, I'm a cop. Swim line, cop, 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 cop. Okay, like, we get it. Thank you. Like, we saw the transition with her police uniform wearing the 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 thumbs up thing. I, uh, bam! Like, okay. <laughs> and it was like like when the thing about the editors is that when they did that, it like shook the screen, and I literally got scared. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I was like, no, okay. Anyways, but it went off of that. Mm, like that thing. It was pretty hilarious. But I want to see more. And like you said, Nick, it episode two i was like okay i see you and and she's on my draft list and i was like damn like it's gonna go off now like i feel like i'm i'll be scared now like what's gonna happen on the future episodes uh austin like queen can i like crush like i love her like i can't do anything mm-hmm. else about her. like i just love her she's so pretty. very smart very she can be very manipulative she gives me a big paris it gives you paris vibes yeah, I think so. Yeah. Just, could, like, yeah. Could be like the all like all oh, goofy, lovey dovey, and she could like slice your throat and like, that's the thing. Like, mm. And Jed, like, I like Jed. His personality is absolutely not or whatever. Because I feel like he wanted him, I feel like he was really nice. But I just want him to like shine. And I might get canceled, but he looks like I swear to God when he smiles, has that same jawline. He has the same jawline as who? Jackson Nick. Didn't you? Didn't you realize? Didn't you realize that? Like guys, like I'm sorry, but I saw that. I was like, <laughs> That's scary. I have not watched BB Twenty One because of racism, so I cannot comment. Okay, who's in the third group of All right, so the guests? last group of four? Um, was Brayden, Victoria, uh, Tara, and Rohan. So I'll, I'll, I'll just start. I'll say mm-hmm. I like Brayden. I also like that he was a, an, a biological anthropology major. 
Um, I'm an anthropology minor, so I don't know. I feel like he's into some nice shit. So that's why I, that's like, I already liked him because, you know, like, he's very, he's the people we see on Twitter. Like, that's mm. like other personality. Like, you know, like, that's who we, like, I found, like, comfort in that a little bit. I don't know how it will play into the game. I mean, we've seen people similar in the past, of course. But I do think, like, he is the most stand Twitter person to be on. Um, not that that's, like, a bad thing. But I just, I want to see how that, like, he plays into it. That also relates to the the clip of um, Julie, Braden, and Austin, because I'm still a little upset. Um, Victoria. The intro did paint her correctly in a way, but also wasn't complete in any way. Because I feel mm. like everyone else is, in a way, rounded them up. So we knew kind of like what to expect. And I guess in this, in her case, it is similar because she's very high energy, so we expect high energy. But I did not, based on her performances, or perform, like performance in the comp and then in the second episode, I did not expect that, honestly. But we'll touch on that once we're, like, in the episode. Um, but, yeah, I want, I like her. I hope she does well. But, like, I wrote, like, I could not live with her. Like, I would go insane. But I also have a feeling, like, she would also be, like, my best friend in a way. Because I feel like she might naturally rub people the wrong way. And I might be, like, gravitated towards that. Um <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was thinking. Uh, Tara, I wrote Tara is strange. I, is she, she's the mother, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to root against the mother because, like, I'm like a mama's boy and would love to see like mothers win this show. Same thing with like black winners. Like, we don't nearly have enough black winners just in general. Like, just to like, and I don't think like. It's weird, because I think, like, the winner should be based on gameplay, but I do think that there are valuable Black players, mother players, who have played that were never given enough credit and wouldn't even be able to make it to the end, um, whereas if they were, as much as they could have deserved it, they wouldn't get uh, the votes. That's just mm. what I think Big Brother is in general, which is kind of bad. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't really allow change, especially Big Brother US with the casting. Um, mm. that's, but that's mainly me coming from strictly Big Brother US because I know Big Brother Canada just looking at the cast seems to be um, a lot better um, but it still could be even better but not to get off of that but like the topic of mothers I feel like they're just written off um, mm. and I feel like it, I don't want her to be like Britney BB16 like early out when she could offer so much but I do think she's weird and, like, I want to like that because I don't think that there's anything wrong with that, especially with, like, some of the other house guests. Like, weird doesn't mean I dislike you, but at the same time, it's like, God, like, it's just a lot. Um, <laughs> I don't know, like, if I want to deal with, like, a lot at, from a person, like, week one. I'm like, just show me who you, like, are, like, a little a little calm. Um, and then Rohan, I all I said was I think he'll do well. I don't see him being early out. I mean, tonight, but... Other than oh that, I don't think I don't think there's going to be another uh, chance like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I think about those four. What about you, Vicken? Um, hmm. Let me see. Uh, Tara, I I actually do like her. Like, it, besides the uh, besides her being a mom, I love that. Um, <clears throat> I find her personality very like bubbly and kooky and all that. Like when she uh, got off the house, uh, when she entered the house. I'm sorry. She was like, oh, my God, I could finally touch people. And, like, it sounded very, like, weird. But at the same time, I was like, okay, it's funny. Like, whatever. 
and like she's honestly like a, I like her but as Nick said like she I want her I want her to I want to see her not like her being all over the place and I have nothing but good I wish her good luck I hope she goes far uh Rohan oh my god like that bio of him I'm like what the hell like I'm scared like I would not I would be shitting myself if I was in a house with him okay just like his his essence his like posture it's just very like intimidating and I would shit myself if I would play a game against him because like he could like say one thing to me and I'll like legit believe him and he'll like run I think he'll go really far in this game he'll run he'll manipulate the house it depends on who he's aligned with but I think he'll do really good. Uh, Victoria, Victoria, like, I, I'm sorry, but I love her craziness. I love her kookiness. I love everything about it. Like, I saw her bio where she's, like, talking to a screen, but, like, there's, like, nothing going on on the screen. And that was just, like, I, that's me. Like, I want that. Like, that's amazing. And I'm not going to go into the episode, but what she did, I was like, yes, she did that. And I have nothing. I wish her nothing but the best. I really want her to go far. Uh, she's my draft pick and I'm I'm happy to say that she's my draft pick because she is that mm. and other than who's the last person I forgot uh, Brayden 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 uh, he's like a clear representation of like Stan Twitter in my opinion like I I I like that he's a student and he, he could he's a, I think his major is about like learning how people are am, am I correct yeah yeah and like I feel like he could use Boy. that for yeah, he could use that at for his advantage. He could like read people, and that would be really easy for him. And um, I don't know if y'all said it, but he reminds me of like so. Some people on Twitter called him like a discount Gary. I feel like oh lord, not the the alumni. Yeah, <laughs> like someone called him yeah like discount Gary, and I'm like oh, yes. but he does give me Gary vibes. But I see, I think he is a different whole different person. Mm-hmm. After seeing the two episodes, but yeah, I like I like the last four a lot. What about you? I'll start off with Brayden because he's a person I think within the four people that we're talking about that I felt the strongest strongest towards in a like weird way, and I'll explain that. But what that mean by that is, you know, Brayden is I don't know if Brayden is from exactly from Stan Twitter or his best friend who is running the account is Stan Twitter. So because I'm a little bit confused, I'm just gonna assume he is. If he's not, then my apologies. Anytime I see someone who's a Stan who loves the game, who who watches the show beyond the show, it makes me very happy because I would love for that to be me one day. Absolutely. Um, but watching his video, I was like, what is he supposed to give us? Um, I do understand the Gary comparisons 100%, but his video, it just seemed like in the most like respectful way, it just seemed a little like too hard to be someone, if that makes any sense. Like it didn't feel as authentic as I wanted it to be. And I feel like episode two made me like Brayden a whole lot more in comparison to his bio because his bio was like I'm a student I'm like it, it just like it didn't give me what I feel like it needed to give me especially as if 
I'm taking someone who's a stand. Like, I want you to give me the tea, like spill it, like get into it. Like, let's vibe, let's kiki, let's have a good time. I mean, I didn't really get that from Brayden in, in the bios, um, but we'll, we'll get into him a little bit more as we go along um, for my comments on him. And then, who else do I want? Tara. I actually like Tara. I thought the little bit where she was with her family, she's like, this is a nomination ceremony. I'm putting on the book, because you left the pee on the toilet seat. That's disgusting. And she turns <laughs> to the camera. I said, I love that because they had to film their own videos. So I'm pretty sure she she herself thought of that. I was like, yes, ma'am. You're giving me entertainment. She was serving tea. I was like, okay, I think Tara has potential. And I like the way she was like selling herself to us. Um, I do think she's a little all over the place. Um, <laughs> but I like the way she was selling herself 100%. Um, who else uh, was in that house or in that round? Oh, Victoria. Yeah. Victoria. She's from Hamilton. I'm from Burlington. We're like, we're beside each other. We're like city neighbors. So I have to stand. But I will say, as someone who is loud and energetic, I know when to rile it in and like keep it cool if I need, need be. Um, and I didn't feel like Victoria has mastered that art yet. Um, I could totally be wrong. Feeds are live. So we're going to definitely see that. But she gives me like she's always on a hundred a hundred percent of the time and as a person like as an extrovert even to me that seems a little overwhelming um and so that makes me very nervous of her um and even like through the last two episodes like i won't get into what she does in the episodes but you can also tend that she was always doing at a hundred a hundred percent of the time and i do think while that's like fun and cute to like watch i feel like the house guests living with her and her always being so active and wild and all like in your face, she's gonna become a target and therefore she might not last as long as she potentially could if she riled it in a little bit um, from what we've seen. And then I'm missing one last person. I'm forgetting. Uh, Rohan? Ro yeah. How could I forget my number one draft pick? Yes, Rohan, I am a Rohan stan. Unless he does anything problematic, then I will retake that comment but i am rohan stan i'm ecstatic rohan is the type of player i i don't want to say i would necessarily play like him but he is the type of archetype player the villain that i'm gonna manipulate i'm gonna master those players are the players i love to root for you saw i'm gonna say peter um peter season one like that character of his i was rooting for him the whole time season one i mean i was also rooting for gary glitter her but he was the type of player that I usually gravitate towards so I was obsessed with his bio I feel like the lineup of the way I watched the bios it was like in order of the way it was displayed on the website and it was bland it was getting boring no one was giving gameplay talk no one was talking about it no one was giving it to us and then Rohan came in he said I probably lied 90% of this whole video and you wouldn't even check it I was like oh that's what he, he was selling himself like a hooker on Young Street. I was obsessed. So um, I'm really rooting for Rohan. I want him to go so far. I was very nervous for episode one and two, but we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. One last thing I'll say about Rohan is I think out of all of them, he was the one to like really promise gameplay. Yes, absolutely. Agreed. Um, I don't care about. Kind of like what you were saying about Brayden just again, like about like 
what am I supposed to get? Um, mm -hmm. Everything, I feel like most of the videos were character development for themselves, like kind of like, which I get, you kind of want to get into that mindset. So how else do you do that other than like submerging yourself in it? But I think mm. that like cost them like the authenticity that we really want, um, or at least someone like me would want. Like again, gameplay comes first before personality. But at the same time, I feel like you can give both. You don't have to choose one because Rohan did that. Like Rohan promised game, and you still got to know him a little bit. And the other ones, I feel like, um, Tara gave Tara. You know that was with her nomination ceremony part of her intro video. I feel like that kind of like hints at her like actually knowing the game mm. actually trying to like be good not just like going in there like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this it's gonna work out like she like kind of wants that um mm -hmm. like even if the practicing was just a little fun bit it's like still it's kind of like she's getting into it and like so i think those two not that tara like is like mastermind from that intro video but like <laughs> i feel like in terms of like the other videos then yes like it was kind of leading into promising gameplay mm -hmm. um Anyone else? On any anybody from the cast? I think we said a we said a lot of, about the cast actually. Yeah, we, and I feel like the rest of the episode is gonna go pretty quick because it's just kind of a comp. Um, so now that we talked about the cast, let's just quickly go over our draft picks. Um, for, you're probably gonna have to tell me mine. <laughs> I, ha I, have, I have them all written down. Oh my god. Um, all right. So Josian, you have Rohan, Austin, Beth, which I didn't even know. Tara and Kyle. <laughs> I literally checked. I thought my I thought my draft picks were a little bit more mel melanated, but it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> um, Vicken, you had Tashawn, Victoria, Judson, and Latoya. Oops. Wait, why do you get all the? Let me not say that. As 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 it should be. Okay. You got all the. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, oh my god, I just realized, yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> you also have the wild card one. However, at the moment, there is no one else coming in. Exactly. Yeah. I think they ended the episode with someone saying someone might come in. Um, so I'm still like, I'm not going to rule that out. Mm. But at the moment, we are just continuing as 14. Okay. Um, and then I had Julie, Tina, Josh, Brayden, and Kiefer. Lord. <laughs> oh my god. So, it was a good week for some of us. Um, not so great for the rest of us. Um, but before we get into the palm, because that's just basic drafts, I still think I'm going to win, but uh, oh. here were the teams. So this is where I'm kind of at a weird spot with the season, because I don't know how long this is going to last, because if they want to make it impactful, obviously make it last longer. However, the teams being so small, I feel like could get boring quickly. We're going to mm. see like a three or a four just get together, which I mean, if everyone, I don't know how the week's going to go. So maybe like that means nothing. Because um, I think after this week, it is going back to normal, but I still want to see how that plays out. But for the teams, um, D Defender is Kiefer, Jed, Latoya, Josh, Julie, Rohan, and Brayden. And then Des Team Destiny is Tina, Tashawn, Tara, Kyle, Beth, Victoria, and Austin. Wait, hold on. My whole team is on Team Destiny? My whole draft? Except for Rohan. Except for Rohan, yeah. 
kind of crazy. You're lucky. <laughs> it was a good week for my draft. Yeah, that's where mine was at, except Tina. So I was having a, a trouble <laughs> week. And I did read a little something from the feeds, so it... Okay, oh. we're going to talk about feeds at the end, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because I've only seen, like, one thing. Uh, so yeah, those are the teams, and then they do the team comp. So I've, is that all they did, other than, like, meeting each other in the house? Like, did it just go right to the comp? Even yeah. then, we didn't even get, like, the basic, like, hi, my name is Julie, I'm 29 years old, I'm a social media influencer. Like, we didn't get any of that. No, which, far enough for me. You know, I kind of low-key disagree, and here's why. Latoya's whole thing, I'm a comp. <laughs> that was her whole thing. So I wanted to see but the same energy they gave Derek and BB16. He came in the house, you know, you have their introductions. What is Latoya gonna say? What did Latoya say? And um, I think episode two, we're gonna get into episode two later, but Julie did have, well, not just Julie, but a lot of the house guests had that conversation of coming out and that conversation. But I was really curious if, I don't think that was the first time that that was mentioned. So I, I don't think that was the first time the, uh, that Julie mentioned that um, she's transgender. Um, so I, there's like those little elements that I would have loved to see, like the first initial things and the who's lying about their occupation. Brayden, did he say that he was a student bullying what exactly he's studying? Like those small elements that are really a part of the game because lying is a part of the game. And if you're lying straight out of the gate, it's important you know? So, and like at the final speech, if we have those, I didn't tell you that I was this. Well, honestly, we didn't see that. So that's the only thing I'll say about missing introductions. But I feel like because of the videos this season and how they were filmed, maybe product the production didn't feel like it was necessary to have or to see those introductions. Yeah, I completely agree. I feel like the parts that we saw, like all sitting together, all life is good, you know, like, oh, I'm challenged. I felt that was staged and it was probably not staged as in like she said it, like the way the placement was, like everyone was together, everyone's like talking. Like normally, on, if you look at the feeds, no one would be, no, not everyone would be together, you know? The whole so, house, yeah. Exactly. So I felt like it wasn't that genuine, but it was still a good moment to see because like left and right people were like coming out and stuff and like, it was actually good to see, but at the same time, it wasn't that genuine. And yeah, I was, I really wanted to see what Latoya was going to say. Like, was she going to say I'm a cop? Was she going to say I'm an entrepreneur? What was she going to say? Like, mm-hmm. like imagine if she would say I'm a cop, like everyone would be like, like looking at her like crickets, like, it, like that. I really, I was really interested to seeing that, but maybe we'll see it soon. I really don't know. But I feel like the first two episodes were very rushed. I don't know about y'all. Mm-hmm. Like it was very, very, very rushed. They're like, okay, cast all together, comp done. Like, like you could have added a little bit more. Like we wanted to see a little bit more stuff, and I was like, okay. And then the second episode, it was like, it was that. Okay, like I could say, <laughs> I could say that it was really that. That's why I thought the premiere was gonna be like two hours because it was like seven forty, and then they were just getting to the comp or like just in the comp. So it was like, oh. Like okay, like mm-hmm. it's just ending. Uh, I also thought it was just maybe my stream. I was like, maybe it's like so off that I just like think like there's more. But then no, I do agree. It was just kind of very like cast comp done. Mm-hmm. Um, very. Speaking of the comp, 
Mm. I think I don't pay attention, and maybe this is bad for me. I don't really pay attention to the order of drop of the people who drop. Because mm-hmm. um, I guess Josh dropped first, which I mean, week one, you 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 should look for that because that's usually a strategy to put people up if you are HOH. Um, however, this week was different, um, so I don't really follow that. But I think like when it comes down to also Victoria expressing like the strategy of like making people think that she's struggling. I think um, going back to what you said, Josiana, about always being at 100. I think that's where it showed. And I was like, I would have just given her like the slime just to shut her up. <laughs> Let me take you out. Which sucks because I do think like that she is promising like a promising player, but again, if she doesn't tone it down, she'll just simply, no one's gonna wanna work with her. Everyone's just gonna feel like everything's like not safe between them. Um, so I hope that she does turn, like tone it down because I do wanna see her do well. Um, so that's what I thought about her strategy. I mean, we can get into the strategy because I, I think I tweeted about it. I was like, so at first she was just being like, I don't want to say, like, she she was just, like, really out there. That's the term I'm going to use. Like, she was very present. Yeah. And from the drop, I was like, dude, like, I get if you're in pain. Like, if you're in pain, I get it. But try to hold it in just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because I feel like it's going to target you. And I don't want Victoria to get targeted. But then we get the DR. And it's like, actually, I'm faking because everyone else is apparently struggling and I'm not. I said, Miss Ma'am, exactly, as you should, secure your bag, absolutely, because to some extent, like, if I hear someone struggling, and I see people aren't, I'm probably going to lean towards giving slime to the people who, who seem very, a little bit, like, less struggling, so that they can struggle as much, so I get that, but it's just, like, you can have two extremes, like, literally, with our conversation right now, Nick would have just given her all the slime, I perhaps wouldn't have, um, but I just feel like, she didn't have to be like, ah, oh my God, this is so hard. Ah, oh my God, Jesus. Like, I was like, Miss Pam, I, I get it. Like, it's probably heavy. Um, but yeah, I think I think her strategy was great. I just think she could have done it at like 75 instead of 100. Um, but other than that, like, I think I like the comp. I like, this reminded me of Survivor. And I'm going to work on Survivor a lot um because this season is low-key giving me survivor tease in the best way i love survivor so it's great but it reminds me of what season was it um when you have to hold, carry the sandbags and then you have people who distribute the weight and give it to you that's what it reminded me of like everyone has their original weight and then you can add on that's what it reminded me of and i love that strategy i feel like sometimes the big brother games can be not strategy based it could be i love a good love conk once in a while i love a good like endurance which this was but it was strategy and endurance which Mm -hmm. i loved and i was so thankful that they had weight based on them i'm so sick and tired of people giving the same amount of weight every single time i feel like that's so unfair when you're playing a game like if you're going to give them like 10% of each person's body fat, love that. That's fair. That's, or I'm saying body fat, but that might not be fair, but like, like the same proportionate weight, weight to every person. Yeah. So I really was thankful for that. And I think it was a dope 
I loved the premiere competitions because they're usually endurance, and mm-hmm. I loved that this was the way they chose to do it. Yeah, uh, I can't. I couldn't agree more. It was very interesting to watch the comp because the first comp you had to see everyone's strength. We saw who's strong, obviously, and we saw people who weren't strong. Like, and it was very interesting from the the range on last standing to like first out. Like, I didn't know that uh, Victoria had that in her. And like when she went to the DR and she said, oh, "Little do they know, I'm very strong." I thought she was being sarcastic, but that—that's how fooled I. That's how like I got fooled. Like it was really crazy, and I think she beat two guys. Like right, it was H- like her against Rohan and um, Jed. Braden. 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 He shocked me too because he Braden came off. He really did good. I was really impressed. He beat Kishan and Jetson, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really cool because they're like known to be. Oh, I'm the big guy. I'm strong. This is my thing. But then they flopped, and wow. I mean, I feel like we can't say that Jetson flopped because Tina just kind of every time the thing would bring boom on Jetson. Oh yeah, I on forgot Jetson, on Jetson. I that's like, true. Please. My bad. My bad. That's true. That's very. If yeah. I was Jetson holding on to that, I'd be like Tina. You better count your days. I know that's right. Like if I was holding on to it, oh no 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 no. Nah. Um, and I will say Josh wasn't the first overall to let go. Or was he? I think he or was. Or was it Beth? Oh. It was Beth. It was Beth then Josh. But Josh was the first. Josh was the first on that team. Yeah, first yeah. on that team. And usually, like, I was sitting there. I remember sitting there and I was like, don't be the first. If you're on, I was like, if you don't be the first, don't be the first, don't be the first. Because anytime you're the first person to drop out of a competition, automatically people are like, well, since you fell off first, here you go. If there is no waves um, or if people don't want to create waves. So I, I definitely see why people were going, looking towards Josh, but I didn't think it was that deep overall, but we can get into that later. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much it, yeah. With that, it came down to obviously Victoria versus Rohan, and Victoria won it, which meant that um, their team was safe. So that leaves Kiefer, Judson, Latoya, Josh, Julie, Rohan, and Brayden. Well, with the exception of Kiefer as the team captain, yeah. but that team is not safe. Yeah, up, to, um, up for eviction. And then it kind of, and then the episode ends. So now. Yeah. Now we're in the eviction episode. (laughs) So much, but the outcome was very little. I disagree. Like, I think. I very disagree. Not very little in terms of like it was underwhelming. I just think like it could have been twisted around in any way. And the way it landed, I feel like is the most disappointing for viewers. Okay. Gameplay, I don't know. Gameplay, it could have been smart. Um, with with the evictee being out so early, I don't know how soon we want to just start saying names. But, um, yeah. So, to start off with the eviction, I wrote down, I don't think I like LaToya. And then immediately after that, it was like that coming out segment. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, another LGBT person, like, automatically gonna just, like, have my eye out. Like, I got you. But then, like... I think further on, it went back towards negative with Latoya, but still want to give her the chance because it is just week one. It is team Mm -hmm. play. We don't know what's going to change. We don't know, like, what we don't know what teams will do in overall standings. 
Um, but right now, I don't like her gameplay. I don't like that she just goes to the boys. Um, I don't like to see men in power positions when it's just men, and I feel like they won't ever reciprocate that for her. And I feel like they would to some extent, but not to what she would be willing to give. Because I feel like she might be someone who's willing to like, like ride or die for people. And I don't want her to do that with the wrong people. Because again, as much as I don't like her, and as much as like her, like who she wanted to target was like a little like why, um, I do just want to give her that chance still. Because week one, week one is always messy. It's always not, not really based on anything. Um, so that's what I think just overall about that episode prior to the eviction. Um, yeah. I mean, Nick Bessie, I have to disagree. Yeah, it's sad to say. This, okay, first of all, other than the whole slop scene, which, like, I get it, first time slop, it's important, da da da. Um, the whole feast thing, first of all, I'm just gonna jump back on that and then I'll come back to the point I was gonna say. They made such a, like, again, survivor. They were like, um, so for Ward, um, you guys get a feast and you guys eat slop for one night only, just like the night. And I was like, why, why is that needed for the one night? And they didn't even make a big deal out of the feast. I was expecting a Wendy's sponsored deal. Oh my God. So quickly. <laughs> And then Victoria was like the first there and she was like, spaghetti, salad. I was like, what the fuck? What? I was like, so this isn't, anyways. I was like, is this really a feast? But I digress. Anyways, but um, we're talking about the eviction episode. So I guess I can go, I'm going to go in order. But if you guys still want to jump in, like go ahead and cut me off. Like literally don't care. But jumping off, like I thought Julie was going to be in the, best position in the game and I as a the game player inside of me is like that's someone I want out immediately like as the game player not because I don't like Julie but it's like if you're ready setting yourself to be in a good position it's gonna be really hard to get you out of that good position we'll get into that later but um so I just I I was like okay she's connected to Brayden Brayden and 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 Julie Austin. are talking. Oh, sorry. Or Austin. Yeah. Ooh. Oh no, it was Austin came in later, but it was Julie yeah. and Brayden, and they were talking about Josh. Yes. Okay. And yeah. they're like, Josh, yeah, I think Josh might be the first to go. And that's when it clicked in my head that Josh was the first to drop out of their team. I was like, why are they targeting Josh? He wasn't the first to drop, period. But then I understood. So with that, I was like, okay, cool. Um and what happened we get the undercover bros and they're talking and this is where i disagree with you with the latoya comment because the undercover bros talk to each other first and they mentioned latoya so it's like latoya was brought in versus latoya going to either judson or tyshawn and being like so i want to form a thing with you and like x or y the other the other man so that's why i was like i think they saw latoya and her potential and because they seeked her out, there is that loyalty towards her and she was just giving back. But I feel like that energy was very reciprocated, especially when we were in the room, the setting in the room and they were sitting, I don't even know where that room was. Does anyone, it was like that yellow canary pink. Like, it, you know that room where, okay, you remember in BB Can 7, uh, it was like, it was just a blank room and then it led to a secret room. 
Oh, right, right, right. That right, room. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that room. Okay, okay, T. Uh, they were just sitting there, and I was like, wait, I kind of have a sustainable block alliance. So, and that's where Latoya got points for me. Latoya actually went uphill for me in comparison to you, like, where she went downhill. Because I was like, okay, a Black Alliance, whatever. I don't know when she's going to reveal she's a cop, but <laughs> the Black Alliance. <laughs> so I got really excited about that. Um, and then, oh my God, it just got messy from there. Latoya was like, I want Julie out. And this is my frustration. And I was, that was this is the one thing I was so happy about in BB22. We got feeds immediately. We got feeds immediately, right? Or, yeah. Yeah. So I could just hop in and get into the tea. I saw lines forming. I saw the connect. I saw all of these things that that other alliance, I forget what it's called. I kind of like erase it from my mind for reasonable reasons. But um, it's like, we got to see the, these connections form. And I like Latoya just saying Julie's name. It was a What shock. was the reason? Yeah. What was the reason? There was like literally no explanation. And I feel like she probably has one. It was like, Julie sneaky, but like we're playing a game, so I'm sure that there was more layers into why Latoya picked Julie. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. don't want to. And I saw Twitter trying to call Latoya a transphobic, and I disagree with that. Don't ever throw an accusation like that unless Latoya has given you literal like explicitly, proof, proof. yeah, explicitly. If anyone goes after Julie, you can't just say that they're transphobic because they're going after a game player. Like, yeah. they're not looking at Julie like a, a, a transgender woman. They're looking at her as she, as her, as a woman. Like, as a player. I just, yeah, yeah. As, as a player in general. I, yeah. That's what a lot, especially Stan Twitter, especially some a lot of the people I follow, anything that is done to anybody, they usually find a way to, like, twist it. And the only time I won't, like, not to, not to say, like, well, one, I only take it fully credible if there's, like, some sort of reasoning for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll usually take a closer look into anything that's, like, race-related because a lot of people do function that way just day-to-day. Um, and that, I don't want to, like, say that, like, people aren't transphobic, but I mm-hmm. definitely don't think it was related to that. I think Latoya is still very intelligent. Again, she is a cop. She can, to some capacity, read people. And probably mm. ways that are more developed or structured than the way we would read each other. Mm. So I feel like she could have seen that. And Julie was like, she's a, she's a, a fan of the show. She knows how to play. She probably had a good strategy like developed. Well, before like teams and all that, like a good idea of what she was going to do. And I think Latoya did recognize that. I just think it there is definitely more to what was but more than what was uh, shown because hour long versus like the few days that they've had. Um, again, I don't know how long they had for all this voting and stuff, um, but much longer than what we were shown. So mm-hmm. I think there is more, but I think they try to generalize it, which obviously without feeds is tough to really like uh, fact check a lot of stuff. Um, not that there's much to check anyways. It's still very limited. Um, but I do, I don't, I don't think it was like transphobic at all. I just no, think, no, no, I no. think it's tragic not to have a season with a transgender house guest because I was so excited for that. Again, last time we saw it was Audrey and she didn't do well. And I also read like, I also heard about stuff like 
like Big Brother US like made her talk about it and I was like that to me is like a step back like if you're gonna get a transgender house guest get them because they're a good fit not because you want them to talk about it because as we saw in the house like Audrey didn't have a very good time um so I feel like I wanted better not just for Julie herself because I want her to do well but also like transgender viewers um people who want to play the game I want them to like understand that like hey like you can like you're not just gonna be like Audrey where she was had like a harder time and again they really only have Audrey and now Julie to look at but it's still it's like um at this point (laughs) Julie went home um it's kind of like it sucks it's like I just wanted to see her I didn't think she was gonna win um, I did pick her first just because I was dying to have her. Pretty girl was like, all right. Um, <laughs> um, definitely didn't think she was going to win because I do think she had um, a kind of like, not control, but she kind of maybe may have been able to gain control had she stayed. And I think she knew that. And I think other people like Latoya could recognize it. Um, how well she recognized it or unless it was just like a let's jump on it let's get this moving and everyone else kind of just decided julie as well because again latoya couldn't just latoya was not able to take julie out herself yeah 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 there was there was definitely a loss in translation and i'll get to that but like bacon do you want to add anything yeah i wanted to say something uh the way i just the only thing i didn't like about latoya in that episode like i get it she sneak uh julie sneaky she could like influence people that i get it okay but then when uh, <laughs> when uh julie went to confront her i ain't having it i'm not doing this i'm gonna go to the bathtub i'm done like like you just made it obvious that like you started it like and and my problem is that julie had to like i, I wouldn't say attack but I, julie had to be like okay i see you you're you're like you're you're trying to pin it against me and i have to I have to do something about it and julie was like what the hell like she told Beth, like did i attack her like and i found that very weird from latoya like latoya like back her shit up say something don't say i ain't having it because if you say that like if i was if i was julie i'd be like what the fuck is wrong with you like yeah. like like be real about not be real because people are gonna lie but like own up say something don't say i'm backing out because it just proves it just proves that you can't like you can't handle pressure. Yeah, especially with that specific response. And it's week one. It's week one. one. Like what the come on, like very not to say that like week one boots like have no no impact, but it's like you would get this is the one chance. Do what you want and get the very little like after effect that you would receive. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, just own up to it. But like I I don't know. I don't know if I like am trying to like think of it in a different way now but i think maybe latoya's like response despite being weird despite being like what the fuck left julie with no response like left julie with no ability to further that conversation like who knows because i think someone was around Uh, no it was tara because tara Tara made a comment in the dr later on yeah yeah yeah. messy but yeah she was around so my thing is like as much as like Latoya's like response was like what like I don't know how I would have even done anything. Um, I think that although it kind of seemed weaker in the moment, was better because it cut that conversation off. It left like Julie had to go do something else. Like Latoya- I think it was a power move. 
Yeah. Really? I, I didn't like it at first. I thought it was a, a little, like, kind of like, come on, like, play the game, but then at the same time, like, oh, shit, like, maybe she is, like, playing it better. And I would like to add something. I'm really pissed off at Josh, okay? Like, uh, <laughs> like I like he's getting on my nerves. Like, I felt like, okay, the only person was targeting him was, um, who was it? I don't think there was an only other person. I feel like it was like eight, like 50-50. The way the edit made it seem, it was 50-50, okay. but more so on Josh, but it was also Rohan. So mm-hmm. I think Josh, but I'll let you finish your thought before yeah. I, I go off. But So like Josh was like low-key on the chopping block. And like, I mean, I would say it's a smart move to just blabber everything off on Julie and Julie is becoming the messenger. I, I get it, but like, it was so messy, and like he he went off with the other oh, loner. I'm a loner, and then and then I don't fit for guy alliance. Fuck them. Nah, nah. like I was like, he, I saw it, him being really messy, and like it worked, and he got saved. Like that, I could give respect to. But I was like so pissed off because like, why would you go attack Julie? Like he should have went on like let's say someone who looks like a bigger threat. I think I'm being a little biased, but I just felt like he could have went on someone else instead of like laying all the pressure on Julie. But I give him props for keeping himself such because what he did and he's safe now. Like, you know what I mean? But yeah, Mm. I'm I'm just really pissed off on what happened. But yeah. I will say the way the episode started with Josh, I saw it coming, but only because of like, again, that conversation that was had with the person running his Twitter account and the people who were in the room at the time. But um, the person who was running his account was like, yeah, he doesn't like alpha males. Like, he doesn't. Mm. If And then um, someone had asked, I think it was Jessica. Jessica was like, so who do you see, like, who do you see him aligning with? He was like, Julie. I see him working with Julie. I said, oh, so when I saw that episode, and he's talking about, I feel like alone... And the guys were playing pool and he was just like sitting on the sofa and then he walked in the house and he kind of looked at like Victoria and whoever was sitting there. I think Beth was there and there was someone else. I was like, yo, like that loner bio stuff, like I didn't think he was going to bring it into the game like that. Like I feel like, I think now I'm starting to understand that you have to play up the archetype that production wants, which is like totally normal. It's fine. Um, so I felt like maybe he was like putting the like loner type thing like for the video but i think he was actually being genuine i think maybe the elon musk and the edit and stuff like that i don't know who edits them i think maybe that was him like being like the extra part of it but then again i don't really know him so maybe it is actually who he is but um when he came in and he was doing that i was like oh okay wait like he was being legit like legit legit like he will probably be alone which is terrible social game like on its own like maybe that will benefit him in the long run we'll see um but as of right now the game is about relationships and he seemingly has none the only other relationship he had was julie yeah and that scene where he goes up to julie i was like oh i really like this like i really really enjoy this like that that's his confidant um and that he feels comfortable around julie i was really excited for that and they had that conversation, and he was like, I think it's going to be Pretty Boys 2.0. Now, I don't know in Sequester if they gave them season seven to watch or what season they had to watch, 
But if that wasn't the season that was given to them and he knew that, that says that Josh has at least a little bit more knowledge about the Big Brother game and like alliances in comparison to maybe other house guests. Mm -hmm. And Julie knew straight away what he was talking about because she's been auditioning for six years in a row. So obviously she's watched the show. And I was like, okay, I get why you would feel like there's a boys alliance. I would totally look at the men a little weird um, too, because the pretty boys, it was great for them, not great for the fans. Um, at least for me, I'm speaking for myself. I, mm. I didn't like seeing one alliance just destroy everyone, um, especially alpha males, but I do love Anthony King. Um, so I just, it was, it was very interesting that that was his dilemma. And I felt like had Josh or had that conversation been executed differently in terms of strategy, I think Jetson probably would have gone home this week. They had oh every ammunition to get Judson sent home. He was one of the strongest men. If I'm the other team, I'm looking at Judson. It's a team competition oh. for now. I'm getting you out. Oh like, my God. I yeah, just go felt ahead. like they had all the ammunition for that. And Julie dropped, fumbled, kicked the bag out of her hand. She went to, I think this is the most, like, like it's a terrible move. And I don't want to, like say that about julie but going into the pantry where there's five people and these people aren't a certified alliance with you i don't even know if they're all from one team or not because it's a little hazy yeah to go five of them being like this is the thing da, 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 da. and i'll tell you i i was thinking i was like julie please stop talking please cut it out and latoya in the dr is like oh she got a big mouth i wouldn't have said that but uh, it's it's true it's fact it's tea and it's like if you're gonna go off about this small information as a gameplay player i'm thinking what are you gonna go off of next time and what if it's about me next time and that like that just made a huge target on her back and brayden was in the room and i that's like her also her confidant but i was just like no cut it out cut it out cut it out cut it out especially since josh didn't josh didn't ask her to do that she went out of her way to do that. And it just target huge on your back. I know that Bacon wants to say something before I continue, so. I'm just mad at the other team, okay? Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, but I'm, like, I had, like, I'm a huge challenge fan. And, like, from that episode, I got pissed off. And, like, with this episode, I'm even more pissed off. Like, guys, it's a, for, for as of this moment, it's a team-based competition. So, you want to take out the best player, like, I understand Julie ran her mouth and she was like saying stuff left and right. But like as a whole, like y'all want to still win and win and win and continue and be safe. So like the most ideological thing to do is like take out the best guy from that team. Mm -hmm. If I was in the winning team, Team Destiny, Team, Des yeah. team Destiny, I would say I would make a house meeting. Uh, I mean, a group meeting. And I would say, guys, like, even though Julie is like talking, like we need to take out their best player, and it has to continue like that for every week forward up until it becomes individual. But we never know if it's individual. But like, whatever. So I'm like disappointed from that side. I'm disappointed in Josh. I'm disappointed in Julie. I like I love Julie, but I was like, no, this can't happen. And then I'm disappointed in the dolls. 
in general. It's not even the dolls anymore. It's not even the dolls. It's we'll like, get into the dolls. Oh, oh my god. Mess. Nick, you wanted to say something? Yeah, go ahead, Nick. My one thing is like Julie and Josh both having their names out there, and then we both, and then the house already sees how they're gonna move, how they're gonna go around, try to turn something. I think that's better for the other team to like capitalize on, keep them in, keep that like craziness going, and take out Rohan or Jed. Yes. It's like take out these strong people who are going to still be there because you're not even considering them who are going to then win the comp for their team or the HOH, which isn't a guarantee because, of course, like Victoria, like we didn't think that she would outlast everybody. I At least I didn't. Um, mm. But my thing is, like, why would you – I mean, it's, it's straightforward. You're thinking of a vote, of a vote regardless you're going to go with who people are saying. But I think if you try to, like, take a step back and realize it's week one, we have these people already going like crazy because their names are out there. Like we have people going from person to person to person to person to group to like talk about this. Someone has a big mouth. Someone wants to do this. It's like, so let them do that for another week. Let them like go after their own people and then take out someone who's not even expecting it. And then obviously if those people already have their name on the chopping block, they're going to be willing to do anything else. So it's like that whole other team could have just piled on the strong, strong men. And then Julie and Josh, both at risk, would have been like, well, I don't want it to be me. Let's do this. And I'm like, come, because I, I think everyone voted, right? Like, Except everyone, it was a vote to 11 to uh, two. No. 11 to yeah, two. 11 to two. Um, Tina didn't vote. And oh. the only votes that weren't for Julie were Julie and Victoria, which I want to get into as well. But yeah, I, I, Oh my god! I want to get into disappointed. Very yeah. disappointed. So let's get to the vote then, because realistically, let's all like the voting. I just want to say really quickly that I mm-hmm. thought the questioning was a little weird. I did <laughs> like it some degree. It could be used, but I think uh, it's. I don't know. I think this game is going to go very quick in the ter- or not very quick, but it's going to keep going. Like it's going to go from one person to one person. It might go up to like literally the time of voting which I would love to see that. I would love to see them stressed about how they're going to be voting. Um, but I think the questioning was a little strange. Some were better than others. Some were just kind of like, whatever. Like Latoya was like, did you say Julie's name? Um, <laughs> I think that was like, oh, well, let me not get into it. Nick, continue. Question, but like not every question was at that level of kind mm-hmm. of like, tell us what you've done. Like kind of like state what you've done in the game. And I think it also, like, put Josh and Julie against each other, which at that point, there was nothing that they could do to really prevent that. They were mm-hmm. both saying each other's name. Josh would have been dumb not to. Wouldn't have really mattered because it still would have been majority. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't know. Because 13 votes, like, even if Josh and, and the Dolls, like, did do something, because you could assume Josh and Julie could get together, Julie would pull in Brayden and Austin. That's four not enough but you're still getting there you're still solidifying something but um, she could have gotten victoria because victoria voted to keep julie that's true. so that could have been a five more than five which again still not enough but if you have five we're just with very little work because if josh and julie could come to the agreement like hey let's just if we want to do this let's do this and then Ju- uh, julie would have the, the other two also victoria could have potentially worked on someone, maybe other team, the other team. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if anything would have realistically gone any other way, especially with like, I think it was so crazy to me. I probably would have just 
her name stuck with it at, at, at some point. It just depends on when that point was that each person was like, I'm not changing my mind. Like, I don't want to think about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, now we can talk about like the voting and all that. Actually, I want to rewind a little bit to the question period mm-hmm. because I absolutely adored it. I love the concept and here's why. I feel like, and we can t- kind of talk about this because like we play like our little like mini games or whatever, but when you can do shit anonymously, <laughs> oh my God. Like, here's the thing. Like some of the questions were very, like, I'm going to say not well used and here's why. Because at the forefront, the three people, there's, that's a team of six. So it's like that I, I'm not counting Kiefer because he's a captain, but like six people in danger. Three of the the six are like out there out front, chaos like they're the center. But if I were asking a question to Jetson, I'm not asking him why do you think final two is important. I think that was like a dumb question. Who cares? We're week one. If you're making final twos at week one, you're probably gonna regret it. Hello, but unless you really connect with someone, but that's another argument. But I would have been like, Jetson, who do you think is the weakest on your team? I would have caused chaos with my question. I would have sat there and been like, if it's anonymous, you don't get to know I said it, child, I'm going to make you drag your team. Who, who's, who's the weakest? Who do you think is the most sneakiest? Who do you think is going to backstab you first from your team? Like, I would have utilized that question to its extreme. It's week one, it's messy, and it's anonymous. Who going to check you? Like, there's other problems you asking an anonymous question isn't going to shake the tables a little too much and might make Jetson a target later. I'm saying Jetson because that's the one question I remember for sure. But it could have done that for anyone. Like mm-hmm. it, it was for people who wasted its potential on the question. It was disappointing, but I feel like it's not a bad thing. And then Latoya's question. Did you say Julie's name? She, here's the issue with the scene that we did see. She just walked out the room. She didn't say yes or no, maybe it's not true that she just walked out. So I think, look, and that speaks on Toy's game. She stood there and she said, I did, but I said everyone's name because we're all in trouble. And I was just trying to figure out who we need to target it on my team. I thought that was Hilarious. great, diplomatic. I giggled. I thought it was creme de la creme, chef's kiss. Like, wow. Like, she stopped that question she stopped it right there and obviously julie rolled her eyes which like you're totally allowed to i I probably would have done the same thing um but i just thought that was phenomenal and that shows the gameplay in latoya and if i was looking at her response i would take notes like little subtle things like that are important and the thing is when it got to julie's question i thought she was gonna drag latoya i thought she actually talking about josh and that's where i have an issue there's so much that happened. I don't know how it went from Julie versus Latoya to Julie versus Josh. I, maybe you guys can clarify that for me, but there was no like indication. The indication was Julie and Josh had a thing. Julie went and spilled the beans. She got a target on her back. She went to Latoya. After, no, she went to Josh. Because, no, actually, Josh came to her, told her that Latoya was going after her. She went to Latoya, confronted her. Latoya just left. Like That is the last thing we saw. Like, it was just, like, it seemed like Josh was kind of, like, feeding in to Julie to then have Latoya versus Julie. So how the hell it went from Julie versus Josh, especially since they confided in each other a lot of the time, 
And that's where I was confused. She's like, Josh is stirring shit up. Da, da, da. I was like, what? And that's where I wish we would have had a two hour premiere and two, or at least a two hour week, two episodes of two hours. Because if you're not going to give us live feeds, you're limiting the information. And then a lot of the time we sit there as viewers confused. Yes. Like I was so confused at the end. I was living for it, but I was confused. I would have loved to have known why she was driving Josh. Like I really, like there must've been a pivotal moment. And if they don't do a flashback in episode three, I think it'll be a missed opportunity because that was hella confusing. Yeah. Very. Um, yeah. But now I guess we can go back to the film. Um. I was disappointed in um again the other team like it's it's like you shouldn't it it boggles my mind like I maybe like they're nervous it's the first vote but like no like let them fight let them bicker so now there's this whole like hate triangle between Latoya Julie and uh, Josh. Josh let them have their thing. They're going to fight against each other. And the other team should say, hey, like, Jetson, get out of here. Rohan, get out of here. Like, it's since, it, since like, after the competition, they were, like, the main targets, let's say, like, in the beginning, very beginning, beginning. Like, they should have continued with that. But I think Tashan or Tashan said something because his, his untouchable is probably Jetson, right? Mm. Maybe Jetson said something. Or maybe they didn't even have a meeting. Like I'm pretty sure they just they just said, "Hey, like let's get out Julie. Let's take out Julie." Again, we and don't know. We don't know. It's, it's very so confusing. Annoying. But hey, Julie Vu, if you want to come and talk, come to our podcast and we'll tell everything. You know. That was cool. That would be so funny if she's like, "Okay, yeah, let's go." Yeah. Let's <laughs> myself. No, but as Josie was saying, I think a flashback, not having a flashback next episode would be such a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Again, feeds do, I feel like, the, I don't want to say the producers like undermine feeds, but at the same time, like maybe undermine the amount of people who watch feeds. Watch feeds. And like mm-hmm. rely on feeds, or even if it's just fake up feeds, like people love that shit. We value it more than, oftentimes more than the actual episodes, which again, they probably don't want. They probably don't want people just relying, like, just interested in feeds. Because I know personally, when I know what happens on feeds, I don't end up watching the episodes um, oh. all the time. Um, the season will be different, I promise. We will be. We will be <laughs> I will finally watch um, a Big Brother Canada season from start to end. Yes. I know that's right. Yeah. Yes. But, like, big, like, BBUS, typically it's, like, half racist people by the end of the season. So I usually naturally have a reason just to, like, drift off from it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I feel like I don't even know what I was saying like I feel like the feeds are important but people use it side by side with the episodes most of the time me not one of those people but like I think overall in general people do rely on the feeds but also watch the episodes because they need to understand editing versus the gameplay and I think um, a few a few years ago, not as many people would be like feed feed driven because um, again, watching feeds can be demanding of your time. And oh my god, yeah! If you're super invested in it, I feel like you can get just tired from it. Um, which again, may, maybe why I don't go back to the episodes after. Um, but I feel like feeds are just so under like I don't know because they should be instant. We should do like like I don't know or as you said, have a better explanation as to what happened. 
like give insight, like fill, put everything together just so we're with a good base going forward. Because like if week one, who knows what week one will have an influence on going forward. Usually it doesn't have too much. So I also get that no rushing for feeds, especially when the first week is like week is like already done by the Thursday episode, even though they just moved in the day before. It's like, I don't know. I feel like more information has to be given because like you said, like with the Josh versus Julie, like when, the, when Julie answered the question was like, Josh, I was like, oh, like, again, I was expecting Latoya. I was like, go at her, like get her. Like if yeah. she's you, you better get her. Like again, anonymous, talk your shit in the questions. So I was a little disappointed, but at the same time, week one, we don't, we don't know if the questions will even be back though. Cause I think the week going forward is a normal or week. I, I think it's again a team week. I think I it's think. a team week again, but we could be wrong. Like we'll yeah. probably check feeds or something. Yeah, because um, I know Arisa yeah, started week first HOH, so I'm like HOH, like meaning. I think it's still a team HOH though. Yeah. Like I feel yeah. like maybe it will be like round one. Yeah. Or who has the highest point or whatever. Yeah, like, I think the teams would definitely just be safe regardless. Yeah. But yeah. as of like the structure wise, like questioning. Um, obviously the nominees probably have to be from the other team, which I don't like because that's very few people. We don't know that though. We don't, we don't know. know. Exactly. So, okay. Like the format's a bit weird, but like it maybe it would be, I might be referencing the wrong season, but World of the War Two, where you have like the US versus UK. Mm-hmm. And then like some of the US were like, fuck you. Um, we're going to put Laurel and Dee together. Like I it, was Laurel and, uh, it was Laurel and uh, Ninja. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. One of the best eliminations of all time. Well, Laurel, anyways, we'll get into like, that. Yeah, like, don't, don't give it. <laughs> I was so upset. I felt like I wanted Laurel to win, but I digress. No, um, I, I love Laurel, but that behavior. <laughs> I loved it, oh, actually. Like, it's I so it. funny seeing, like, the, the <laughs> editing, too, when it's, like, Ninja's like, oh, no, she missed the shit and just runs her ass up there. I don't know. As much as I do love and appreciate Laurel as a competitor, no. Like, <laughs> that was really... don't do that. Especially because she had to know she did it wrong. You just shove something in there. I mean... It's the challenge. You never... Like, well, if Fessy can get away from fucking ripping Nelson's face mask, face guard, whatever, from the hall brawl, mm. like... like Is that this season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Fessy legit grabbed the face, the, the shield, yeah. and just ripped it and, like, just, like, body slammed them on the ground like you know what yeah and, that wasn't a pretty elimination but regardless I, like we'll probably get into a challenge episode or something i would love lines, to that'll but, be that'll be really funny <laughs> but i think i think here's also my frustration with the vote and the not having an explanation or feeds what the hell happened to the dolls and i'll get into it because you know, Twitter released this video, or I'm, I'm not going to say Twitter, but Big Brother Canada released a video of the dolls. Like, it was like a sneak peek to the dolls. They got Twitter excited. I didn't really care for it, not necessarily because I don't want those people to work together, but, like, part of me was like, I don't know how I feel because I don't know if this is long-lasting or not. Obviously, it wasn't. So, they, they got people so excited, hyped up, got each other the dolls, and I felt like Austin was kind of like the third wheel because we we saw that Britt and Julie connected instantly and they mm-hmm. had their like one-on-one time. So, but having Austin there and stuff like that, it made sense. Cool. Yeah. Um, so then Brayden is, no, Austin's the first to cast um, their vote. 
Mm -hmm. I'm like, Josh's getting a vote. She said, I vote to evict Julie. I said, what? I was like, excuse me? Like, like I was like, what? Are you having that, like, celebrity moment where you think you're voting to save someone? Like, have you, what? I evict. (laughs) I was like, it was like, I don't want to cut you off, but I'm sorry, but like. Meta, his name was Meta. Oh, my God. It's like, are you having a meta moment? Like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, hello, this is your Alliance member. And she walked in confidently, too. Because I was so enamored by her beauty at first. And then I was like, what? Her dress? You... Yeah, I'm she sorry. looked good. She looked she good. She, really ate, good. she ate the house down. So I was like, huh? I was like, Austin, what? And then the votes started coming in. And I was like, okay, at least maybe Brayden will throw in like a, a pity vote or something. I vote to evict Julie. I said, what? <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. And then Josh came in. I vote. I was like, okay, at this point, I understand why you did, but he got into it too. He said, I vote to evict Julie. Like, I was like, huh? Like, what is going on? I was so confused because you give us this, the small clip, the little amount of, I guess, feed, it's like edited, but like the small amount of content that we're getting before the episode that's kind of like replacing, like giving us a tease type thing, but like live feed energy is the dolls. And all of a sudden the dolls don't vote to keep Julie. What the hell? Where's the explanation? Like I have an issue with that. And so at this point I'm thinking, yo, it's a unanimous vote or as unanimous as it can be because Julie has a vote. And then Victoria comes in and Victoria saves Julie and she votes to like Josh. I was like, hello, your whole team voted to evict Julie why are you voting to keep Julie? And her her vote, I'm not as frustrated with the whole, it doesn't link necessarily to explanations because, you know, when people throw a hanky vote or whatever, it usually gets explained in the next episode, so I'm waiting for that. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, huh? Like, why is Victoria out of everyone in the house giving Julie a vote? I don't even think we saw Victoria and Julie together. Yeah, uh, Nick, you're on me, though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, literally, I was. I mean, I also when when she had voted, that's when my stream was down. So I was like refreshing Twitter, and everyone was like, "Oh, Victoria Queen, Victoria just did that, Victoria, Victoria, Victoria." And then I was like, "Oh, she said something like after like the votes. Like I assumed like there was still a little bit after the votes were done. I, and at that point, I was like, "Oh, Julie's gone." Um, but I thought Victoria had like said something, and all she did was vote to like evict Josh. And I was like, "Okay, yes," in the terms of like. I didn't want Julie to go, but no, in terms of, like, it's really not, depending on what she says next episode, because I will give her that, um, I just feel like even if she tries to do that, like, blame it on someone else, or just have it be, like, speculation, it's, like, I don't think it'll last. I don't think it'll, like, elevate to anything, because I think Julie's still gone. There's Yeah, yeah. Like, Like, it it was week one. You might as well have just been with the numbers, which I hate. I hate people who just play with the house, do what the mm -hmm. house wants. I but, might. Well, I'm sorry. No, no, no. But I, I'm like, just like, yeah. I don't know. I just didn't think it does did much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to compare because it's very early on. But uh, what Victoria did gave me a huge like Veronica moment when she voted the. I don't remember who she voted for, but she she voted for the other person instead of the intended person, and she made the whole lie up, and everyone like gathered the clues and then boom she got evicted like i don't want that to happen because like veronica i love veronica so much but like i don't like i fear that that's gonna happen where they're gonna find out what happened and who gave that hinky vote and 
it might it might work for a Victoria, but it also cannot work for it as like we've seen all possibilities where if it 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 worked and it didn't work, like with Enzo, you know, left and right, he's putting votes and shit like that. And like and he got floated to top two, you know, like it's you okay. I, I can't believe I made a BB twenty two reference. Like I'm I'm disgusted. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, think, I think I think you're right. Like I totally agree with you. Because, okay, here's the thing about the difference between Veronica and uh, Victoria in this situation is that Veronica, I think she explained it in some interview. She was, like, really at the bottom of the house. Like, she wanted to just cause chaos because she felt like her time was coming. Or I could be getting that wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Feel free to correct me, anyone who watches this. Um, But I'm pretty sure that's what was said. Versus Victoria, everything will depend on her explanation. If she's just going, like, I just didn't want to go, her to go on a unanimous vote. Like, I really care for her and stuff like that. Um, and I really connected her. So I just thought I would throw that pity vote to her. And she says that to the house. That's one thing. If she says, I'm throwing that pity vote, but I'm pretending that I didn't vote, it's another. Because she was the first person that hugged Julie. And as someone who was just watching that, I was like, ah, if you try to lie about it later, it might not look good because of that small interaction. But that's also me as a person paying attention to detail. Um, and then, or she can just lie about it, make a hinky vote, but like a hinky vote will only make you a target. It's not going to cause chaos. Julie is one person. Julie clearly didn't have the allies, like throwing that vote literally did nothing. Like it did nothing. It won't do anything beneficial within the game except target Victoria if she doesn't explain herself. Yeah. I'm with you on that. That's 100% true. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know about y'all. Do you guys have your flip and flop of the weeks? Yes. Nick, want to go first? Yeah, let, let, let's hear it. <laughs> you on mute. It's a note for me. <laughs> oh, no, someone else go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, my flip is obviously uh, Victoria because she shocked me with that competition. Like, I know she was like all over the place and, ah, oh my God, yeah. Like, uh, she was like doing all that, but like, she really shocked me and I was like really impressed. Uh, flop, Josh, I'm sorry. Like, I did not like the whole thing. Like, I didn't like the way he, like, I understand he wants to do a game move, but it wasn't smart because he had Julie as a partner, as an ally, I can, I can say. And, uh, right when on the live eviction, his answer, his question, I didn't like it. I found that very bland and boring. Like, the paranoia. Like, fucking come on. Like, say something. Like, like it's, it's, it was very, like, too safe, too, like, hee hee, I'm alone. <laughs> like, I want Josh to, like, I could see the potential in Josh, and I'm not, like, trying to hate on him, but I want him to, to snap out of it. Because if he snaps out of it, I think he'll do really good in this game. But other than that, um, also Latoya's. I'm not taking this. That I I found that like is so like. I I'm think not, it was so iconic. Like, was, I'll probably reference that for a long period of time. Like it's it's kind of memeable in my opinion. Like anyone absolutely. Like, it's very good, and it started. She's the moment right now. Even she though, is the moment. <laughs> she is the moment right now. How about okay. you, Josie? I think so. My flop of the week is going to go to, I'm going to give it to not one person, but a group, Team Destiny. You flopped. And here's why. 
I think, yes, the game is an individual game. So if you have relationships with Jetson, so referring to Tyshawn, Tyshawn has no willing, like he has no advantage of getting rid of Jetson because they're they're working together, one. Two, if he goes, he's probably going to go next. So I completely understand that. Everyone else, especially Tina and whoever else was in that washroom when they talked about the three, Victoria, Tina, and I believe it was Beth. Yes, it was Beth. Y'all were talking about, I, I heard a lot of alpha male comments. We don't want an alpha male. And I'm like, y'all didn't want an alpha male. Y'all put a target on Rohan and the vote, Rohan wasn't even dealt with like yeah. he wasn't even he didn't get a single vote he got a question where it was like how do you feel about you getting targeted and he was like haha there was no boys alliance you just made that up you look stupid ha 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 but it's not true connect with me which is fine um i'm team i'm i am rohan stan don't take that comment literally bad i'm just recapping to recap but i think they flopped the bag you should have it's a team you're gonna have to work together if the team is already having so much discourse and issues, why would you remove one of the players that is causing problems to help that team? Hmm. Like, I'm, I don't want to call Julie weak because I think everyone within the game can bring different energy and different um, strengths and weaknesses. So I'm not going to call Julie weak. She probably could have benefited if they have a competition where you have to squeeze in somewhere. Julie was skinty in the best way possible. Like, yes, queen. So, like, you could have, like, she could have given you something. And Team Destiny, from the one comp they're going off of, physical strength is always going to be a big deal. It's always going to be a big deal in general. So if you can get rid of that shit, especially since it's clear that Jetson is athletic, and I'm saying this not as, like, I love Jetson and I want to root for the black man, but as a game player, I'm like, hello, um, you are going to definitely destroy me in any competition we do. So I want you out. Like, so they flopped the bag so badly, except for Tyshawn. And so on the flip side, get what I did there, flip. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I think that the flip of the week for me is LaToya were shocked were shocked oh. Oh. i you you all heard how i felt about latoya in the beginning but she was like she had the last screen time out of all three of them i think or no probably equivalent but latoya was one of the stars of the show and she left unscathed as we as what we can tell so far because latoya was able to secure herself in an alliance with two strong men which like you know, but I'm thinking about it as like the black people, so we have to stand the black alliance. So she secured her bag with that. She also got her target out. No one was thinking of Julie. Everyone was friends with Julie. And at the end of the day, eleven to two. Who that literally was her mind. move. That her was mind. literally her yeah, move. Yeah. She she did that. I like she she Latoya got so many points for me. And the way she handled that question to me says that at the end, if she needs to speak and plead her case, she gonna knock that shit out. No problem. And 
you know, when you're doing a final two plea, you have to like think about it. You have some days. You, it's three people in the house at that point, so you have an enormous amount of time. Latoya's in the house with all these people yelling and shouting and hooting and hollering and all that shit, and she was able to compose herself and say that question. Latoya was, she she probably left this week in the best position in terms of everything that was going on. Yeah, I agree. Because she, it was like her, Josh, Julie, all, no, Julie's gone. No one cared about her. She didn't get a single vote. And that Latoya was, was protecting Josh, which could lead to an alliance potentially. Because yeah. she Latoya wasn't going after Josh. And which would help with uh, her already existing alliance. If I don't think that they would ever connect, but I think like, like just the numbers. Um, I don't like connect as a force. And I mean, I don't think they. Mm-hmm. Would, I just think that Latoya will use them. Um, <clears throat> I for my flip, I had uh, Victoria. Uh, Latoya is very is debatably the better choice based on gameplay. However, I think Victoria's actions were more in my favor. Um, because going into it, I had thought zero percent Julie would be the first boot. Um, which again, more of more credit to Latoya, but at the same time, I think like Victoria in the comp, the first comp, like over, like immediately was like, oh, okay, she's here to play. She hyped it up and like hyped it up, was faking it in the DR, so I think that was good. It says a lot about what she might bring. Um, the vote, as questionable as it is, <clears throat> I do like, again, the people who don't just vote with the house. I just have to see what her reasoning for it was to really mm-hmm. like solidify mm-hmm. it. I was like, oh, that was good. Um, but again, I think people who just go with the house are boring, but it's also week one. So as much as she is my flip, I feel like there's very little to base it off of. Um, my flop, I'll do two. I'll do Brayden and Austin. Again, this needs more of like an explanation, but I just think like that the dolls clip, 0% of that seemed fake. 0% seemed like they were just doing that to like screw each other over eventually. Like, that seemed like a genuine-ass, like, like friendship. Like, I don't know. It seemed more than just, like, the game. And, like, especially, well, it could have just been, like, the excitement of still being new to the game. Where they were like, oh, we'll be the dolls. We'll be a friend group. We'll run this house. Like, no alpha will, no alpha man will be winning this season, which will be great to see if it happens. I just think, like, to just do that and then, like, probably, like, a few hours later, just, like, go against it. Not a few hours, because I'm sure it wasn't the same day, but, like, like immediately, the first chance that you have to do, the first game thing that you have to do right after that, you're just going against it, is kind of annoying. I feel like, again, week one, you don't want to put any, you don't want to put too much effort out for someone else, especially someone else. You, if it's you on the block, do whatever the fuck you have to do. But if it's someone else, you don't want to put your neck out up there, because then if that person stays... Or if that person goes, you're next. If that person stays, you're linked together. One of you is bound to go. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. However, I think it. I'm gonna assume there wasn't an attempt for Brayden Austin to keep Julie. I just feel like they were like, "Hey, w- the two votes still would not have switched it. You can't guarantee anyone else." Um, also, flop val- valid flops are the whole other team, but that's just <laughs> that's just that. Yeah, flip for me is Victoria flop is Brayden Austin. We love that. Can I add something else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I actually like Latoya's dress. The shoelace moment. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Latoya? Here's the thing. Like, she's winning me over. 
as long as there's no cop propaganda in the sense of being a cop is so hard we do this every day we save life like as long as i don't get that from her i can ignore the thought of her being a cop while I'm watching the show. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I go back to it and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. I don't want her more. I don't want this moment. I want <laughs> I want Latoya. Like, I don't want boom, like earthquake. Oh, shit. Right. No, but her look was good. I liked it. Just to say about Latoya, that episode two, I feel, was very little about her being a cop and we saw some good shit. Mm-hmm. So I. I do think we will get more cop, especially eviction speeches. I feel I have, I see it coming. She's going to stand up there. She's like, don't vote me out. And then she's going to say something about cops. Maybe not to the house, but to like public viewers, whatever. I think that's where we'll see it. And then casually on feeds, which I'm fine with. If it's a good amount, like an okay amount. But again, mm-hmm. what we saw from episode two was very little relating to cop. And she did some good stuff. Maybe that has to do with her connection of being a cop, that she was able to do that. But I don't know. I think, like, I have hope for her. More hope than I did prior to just this discussion as well. But mm-hmm. episode one, no hope. Once she started, like, beginning of uh, episode two, no hope. Once she was, like, anti-Julie, but then at the same time, she got what she wanted. And it seemed, like, with no sweat. Like, so I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think she'll be good. Again, just don't mention the cop. Just don't mention me. We'll just, we'll just, but again, like, as you said earlier, we don't know the introductions, so she could tell them that she's, like, a preschool teacher. So we don't know, like, what they know. Which I think also keeps it interesting, but is very frustrating while we're watching. To discuss Mm -hmm. it, of course, we can talk about whatever theories we have, but watching it, no, it is frustrating. Like, to just not know. Yeah, I think also if you lie about your um, occupation, you have to keep that lie throughout the whole game. And that's an important element because, like, let's say you have a, like, Liz Devon moment where Devon's like, "Mm, something's not adding up. If we have a moment where they're like, let's say someone, Latoya says she's a preschool teacher, and then I'm like, so what grade do you teach? Oh, grade four. And then I ask her, what grade is it again that you teach? Grade six? Like, that is a fundamental lie. And if I catch on, like, you're lying about our occupation. You're sneaky. You have something that you're hiding. Therefore, I don't trust you. Like, I, like those are important elements that I wish we would have seen. Um, she could have easily just said that she has a swimmer line, which is true. So she doesn't lie. But, you know. No, like, yeah, because I was going to say, like, me personally in that house, I, there's a lot, that's a lot of free time. I would feel like work related topics come up mm-hmm. like work just casual conversations about like things you've gone through at work I feel like that would naturally come up like over the I guess what they're doing 70 days here yeah. like over the 70 days so like I don't know maybe she has enough like content with other experiences that she can use but just in a general sense like I feel like that's so hard to lie about like your occupation unless you have that shit planned out which hopefully she does if she did lie, because I feel like if she did say she was a cop, then I feel like more eyes would have been on her. She probably would have gone home first. Yeah, because I, if I heard a cop was in the house, not Bye. like the topic of like ACAV, but just like in general, I'd be like, oh, those people know people. Yeah. Like, like get an, like, it's like, I don't know. 
not that I think like U.S. cops are very intelligent in general, like enough to actually utilize their tools, but I do think they do have a very basic, maybe natural read that mm. they don't have to express because for them it's natural. All right. That's where I'm at. And that's just, that's like cop, cop specifically, but because mm. I can't see myself targeting like an occupation other than someone like cops that. or like psychologists or like yeah. therapists like if those like you're a person a people person kind of a job then it's uh, or lawyers on you. yeah yeah that, yeah a lawyer you can argue so you're gonna argue with that wall when i'm putting you up for a <laughs> i don't know that's the thing it's like she would have to lie or i feel like she could have gone home tonight mm, i think um i i'm actually interested since we talked about the foe and well, Julie's exit was iconic. Did you see? Hold on, I'm gonna say this comment and then I'll get back to what I was gonna say. Brayden's reaction to Julie's comment made me. I, I was wait, like, what was the reaction? I didn't see. It was like it was like an eye roll, like kind of like I don't know, like it was a very not by icon, by friend. Like you did that. Come on, queen, you right, you queen. We're peasants. Like it was more so like a. Like yikes! Like in roll of eye. Like if I'll find it, if I find it, I'll like probably like put it somewhere. But no, because like, that also seems like a very Braden quote, which I live for. Like that was a fucking great quote. I I think it was iconic. Like if, not everyone like, can if make that, it work. You know what she, I mean? Like it, you have mm -hmm. to be Julie, someone like Julie, to go up there and say it and be well received. Which I think yeah. maybe why Braden wouldn't have received it well, because he's someone who would have said something like that. And, you know, maybe he's like, oh, okay, like, competition, like, okay, get your ass out of here. Like, I'm the king, or I'm the queen. But hopefully it was just him being dramatic, because I don't want him to be like that. Because I feel like, come on, that's like your sister. Come on, like. But then again, we don't know, which, don't again, know. translates to the problem. But I was going to talk. No, what? no, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was going to talk about um, Arissa's last words. Oh, okay. At the end of the oh, episode. Yeah. yeah. What does that mean, Miss Queen? I think Explain. My, I think my stream got cut off. <laughs> she said something like it made it seem like, like I'm. I need to find it, but it made it seem like I heard something about people exiting or something or coming back. I don't know. Was it just me, or maybe I, I'm like reading? I, it I, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I, it there was, was like a little really hint. Odd. Yeah, it was odd. Like bottle back, like. Like Perhaps Rosina, Queen Rosina coming back. Like, that that theory is not. <laughs> Mark coming back is he? No, he's not a king. But whatever, Mark coming first back. First, first boot king and queen. I mm -hmm. can see a battle back though, just because it adds excitement. It brings more people into the game without bringing more people. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. COVID, you don't want to like be like bringing in people random at times. You want to have it once, just like one one group of people in. Let's keep it simple. So I feel like, obviously, the producers have to be doing something. Not to be like COVID. I'm not talking about COVID, but I feel like the way that the show is structured, like the production, has to be. I would assume maybe like a bubble kind of situation. Mm, yeah. So I was like, I mean, so should, yeah, any no choice. House guests would be the would be the same uh, maybe for right now maybe if there is nothing like that they just boot, booted her ass on the street or like go home but like <laughs> i think like, there are like a still some kind of like like uh sequester there in general so i feel like they could have used that to 
bring it, have a uh, battle back just because everything is like COVID yeah. and all that. That's my theory. But I honestly, with the 70 days and the way we talked about it before, like how many doubles I usually have, how many triples, I'm not too convinced that there is a, like a battle back or going to be a battle back. Um, but I don't know. Because I, again, have never watched uh, Big Brother Canada. To, to add something, like Big Brother Canada doesn't have battle backs. They li- usually, I mean, there was like one battle back, maybe two. Yeah, Cindy with an S. Cindy with an S. And um, ba- basically, like, if they add a battle back, that'll be really interesting because we don't expect a lot of, like, battle backs. Uh, but I could see it happening, actually. Even if it's 70 days, maybe they'll do, like, a triple quadruple eviction and, like, five people are out of the house and, like, it'll, like, shorten it, I guess. But other than that, I can't wait. I think I'm excited for that have-not room, actually. I want to see. I know. Fuck, I want them to look at each fucking ball. Okay. Oh. I would love to be in that room, though. Just... I, would yeah, I would be shaking look... balls left and right, just, yeah. like, making sure, like, there's nothing like I a would... secret ball or anything. Yeah. Oh my God. Balls. I will color coordinate the balls. I yeah. will count. I will each ball. Like have fun with it. I would use the balls even to remember days. To be honest, exactly. like I would use it as a way. Oh, that's smart though. Coping mechanism. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, so this person, this color represents Team Destiny. This color does this day one. Okay, that's this, that, that, that. To remember days, because you have to think about that when you're playing the game. Days mm-hmm. without being able to write that shit down. Yeah, it's gonna like get me if I were ever on that. Like day thirty-seven. What happened day thirty-seven? Like, bro, what day is it now? Like, I don't know. I feel like that's where I would like. I can memorize things, but if you ask days, like I, I can't do like specific day numbers. Like, no, maybe I, I would... once you're in the house, like maybe they wake you up and they're like, all right, day three. <laughs> but like, who knows? Like, I don't know, because I feel like we've seen in the past some someone's always good with memory, and I'm like, yeah. is that just like, do you just? But it's studying though. Like I'm gonna reference Kevin from BB Hand Five. Yep, that's my spoil case. if you haven't seen it. But this guy literally broke the system. Like per diem, if anyone watches him, did a great video on that um, about games being broken. But Kevin broke the game. He literally threw his social game at the window, um, and he just solely focused on memorization and he had been studying he had like the little like um m&ms and at one point even Ika and dimitri would like they like kind of like ruined one of them to like because like that strategy like you have to remember and sometimes um someone was saying i think someone tweeted this or something but every time memphis would get up during bb22 and he would just sit there and not say anything he was memorizing days like day one and then looking at faces memorizing things for those competitions like I think Mm -hmm. he said it or something but I like you have to take time like that to do that so I would definitely use that half not room as a an excuse to exactly yeah memorize memorize something I even uh, another comparison I don't know if y'all remember you remember that scene where Dane showed Anthony his like his not shrine like his thing of like the, the, the noodles, yeah. Noodles, toothpaste, all that. And he was like, I need you, Poppy. Like, he said that weird-ass thing. And I was like... Well, his name is Poutine Poppy. No, no, no. Poppy. I know, no, his no. name made a face. So I just wanted to give Nick some context. <laughs> and he's like, I need you, Poppy. And I was like... I was like, damn, that guy is smart, okay? Loki, I'm a little shocked. I, Loki, I wanted Anthony to win because I felt like if Anthony won a couple more comps, he's winning. 
Anthony, he was Anthony, a great player for guy. a recruit. Let me tell you that. Anthony, this is what I like about – well, let's talk about recruits for a second because the Cavs. If you're going to be a recruit, I think it's super dumb, negligent, and kind of – it rubs me the wrong way to find out that you know that you're going to be on a show that you have not watched and you're not going to sit here and watch at least five seasons. Like, you have so much time in sequester. I don't know what they can and cannot allow you to do. But if you're coming into the house and you're not studying the game before you get in, I think that's such a slap in the face. And that's why I liked Anthony. And Judson, I have no idea if he's even seen one full season. Like, I literally have no idea. And it's because he was a Love Island recruit. Like, he, his intentions weren't to come to Big Brother. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know who else is a recruit. I'm sure, like, there's other people who are recruits, and I feel some type of way as someone who applied. But I digress. It is what it is. It is what it is, but. I hate recruits. I hate recruits. You have to study. I think we see more of that in U.S. Big Brother, like recruits who are bad choices. Mm. Or a lot, so many recruits that it's like it's bound to have a recruit go far rather than someone who likes the game. Which again, I just applied for Big Brother US, and I feel like, as as, I don't know, cause it, cause I know for a fact that a good chunk casting is different this season, so that is, perhaps we'll have some changes. I just think like, if I'm gonna see a, a house full of recruits and then half of them don't do anything, I'm like that's another boring season, and my mm-hmm. thing is the the season's not defined by the winner. Like, it's defined by the gameplay throughout. Um, I think this is best seen in, like, completely unrelated, but Survivor Australia, where mm. you'll good gameplay that kind of weighs a season more than a winner. So it's like, even if you don't win, I don't want to see people just do nothing. I want to see people, like, play. And I feel like it, it's never, like, casual fans, which casual fans to me is, like, what is a casual fan? It's usually, like, one super fan, two super fan, one, one super fan that wants to keep it, like, down low ends up just going early anyways and then like a bunch of recruits and i'm like where are like the casual people like where's like the like the like spectrum of fans i'm fine Mm. with recruits because like it's just i don't know it just makes it probably marketing wise television wise you need like all of that you can't just have a bunch of super fans because that would probably be super too but it's like to see more recruits than genuine people who appreciate the game and study the game even studying is just watching like a few seasons like I feel like I've seen every single season, not that watching more means that you're more qualified, but it's like, Mm -hmm. I watch them all. I want to make moves. I want to like do what I've seen like over the years, but it's like these recruits who do nothing get all like a lot of the spots, Mm -hmm. which frustrates me a lot. Just in like the general integrity of the game. It's like, come on, like the, like the gameplay has caught, has become so soft compared to like earlier seasons like again staying with the like staying with the house like never wanted to stray far whereas if you watch big brother two three four people don't care people do what they have to and i'm like big brother what they want and that's not the thing it's like i'm not here as much as i would love to make friends in the house like 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 genuine relationships like that's not what i'm there for that's not what i applied for so like those people like the love island that's the thing um Big Brother US again. A lot of people go there with showmances. And I as much as 
as many of them work out because we have seen a lot work out it's like mm-hmm. oh, on, like that's not what like you're supposed to be there for like you don't win anything for like falling in love on big brother and i'm like it's big brother dude like i don't know i think the big brother relationships the major ones are genuine i don't think that they're fake at all which is good but at the same time it's like oh, especially when like it's also a bad example because like nicole Fran- Fran- franzel franzel Mm-hmm. was a showman and then is it still a several that <laughs> i don't know but it's i just i just want to see people play the game i think i think i agree with you because like i'm gonna use aika i thought in her interviews or like showman she was like hell to the freaking no uh-uh not me and then she met dimitri and i think that's so cute like a hopeless romantic side of him coming out but i think it's so cute and it's so real and she she was coming in to secure her bag just like Dimitri I didn't get no like I feel like sometimes producers are like okay do you want to show me it's like they're gonna ask you that question which is fine but sometimes it feels like your intention isn't to win the game I think a lot of recruits their intention is not to win the game it's I'm gonna be on reality tv I'm securing a bag after this I'm hoping to get some sponsored deal some gummy bear hair sponsored deal <laughs> after this like some other some, yeah like some fat yeah like the tea like yeah, some of these people are here for that and others are here to win i'm here to win like if i were i'm saying i'm here to win like i'm in the house but <laughs> no if i were playing the game i would be there to win so i just find it a bit frustrating when i feel like some of the house guests are like i'm here for my 15 minutes of fame elena <laughs> and like not to not to shape big brother canada or anything but like like compared to big brother us big brother canada has like like a lower number of fans like if you compare like instagram followers like let's say the highest following big bb can alum is aika she has like 90k 100k mm. while as if you go to us some people have like millions of followers like 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 the average is like 150k you know while in canada the average is like 10k 3k you know like so like even if you're you want there to get your 15 minutes of fame you're not going to get your 15 minutes of fame because exactly like it's like genuine players are better because like influencers or like i'm gonna say influencers loosely but it's like if that's what they want it's like shut up it's like yes you'll get you'll get the followers you'll definitely get them it won't but it's like it's you're not you're never they're never gonna get enough for what they want i feel mm-hmm. because then it just starts to be social climbing and then they just start to be really annoying and like have no personality other than hey i was on a tv show once i'm about to start social climbing let's get some money again like you said the sponsors get your get your gummy bears like all that shit like it just gets boring and but it's like we see it season after season and it's like maybe it was what's her name robin robin cast robin casting yeah and it's like Clown. i have nothing against her but she's made some awful awful choices that makes me question her but i'm um, again it's, she's not casting anymore though right not like, casting she's not, not casting not for bb23 but it's like she already casted for bb can so it, was she on was she did casting for this season yeah like her her last casting was this i believe i could be wrong though they said she's on the better opportunity but it's like i don't know i again it's hard to put it all on her because she's kind of just like the one you know the one you know yeah 100 percent, i agree and i feel like a lot of like hate gets directed towards her because i don't know how different 
BB-23 casting is without her. But at the same time, it's like, it couldn't be single-handedly her. I just think we've seen her with, like, Clay. We've seen her with, like, other people. About oh, my her. God, Clay. She's the face. The thing is, Robin, and I think I had this conversation with, uh, like, I think people, regardless, with some BB alum or whatever. But the conversation was, Robin casting is a face just like Allison Groner is. I'm going to say her name because that's the only other person from, like, U.S. that I can think of. But, and I don't think there's any... The only Canadian, I guess, member of the team for BB Can that I can think of is Trevor Boris, but he does like the sets and the competition, so I can't hold him to that account. But in terms of like executive producer and stuff like that, like Alison Groner and Robin Casting, they're the faces of Big Brother. Like when I think of Big Brother US, in terms of people who aren't participating, I think Julie Chen, Robin Casting, and Alison Groner. And mm-hmm. because they are the faces of the show, because they represent the show, a lot of the fans turn to them. They hold them accountable because we don't, we can't hold Big Brother accountable. Like you can't just hold the, you can't hold the house, you can't hold the whole CBS. Like you can't do that. Like you can hope it's easier, I think, for people to go and at Robin Casting or at Allison Groner and just be like, hey, I don't like this this is what happened, blah, blah, what's going on with casting. But it's definitely a team of people. It's a work in progress. There's not one single individual video person, sorry, who sits by, and I'm going to use BB Can, all the videos that got applied today. But I definitely have my Twitter notifications on for Robin Casting anytime she would tweet about Big Brother Canada. So it's like, it's really weird, but she's the face of it. So you kind of have to hold like... I feel like they should know, and I feel like they do know that they have that responsibility mm-hmm. and that people are going to look at them just as everyone's going to look at, um, I don't know that man's name, the one who's doing casting for U.S. now. Oh, he was, like, all over my Twitter feed at one point. Yep. Um, so they're going to hold him accountable now, just like they were Robin Casting. So we'll see. But I definitely wanted to touch on the, um, first of all, I want to touch on two things, Arissa, and then, but I'll talk about, that for Arissa later. Um, I want to talk about the land of acknowledgement. I was, I had tears in my eyes. I was so happy. I was like, thank you for acknowledging that this is stolen land. Like, at my, like my university is the first place I've ever seen that done. And I think it was a fairly new thing. Like, I, I'm a second year. So like, the first time I saw it was like pretty much last year, but I think it's so important. And to have, I think this is the first time ever reality TV has acknowledged yeah. that yeah. they're on freaking stolen land. Yeah. Like, thank you. Like yeah. Survivor, like when they go to a new country, like the older seasons are a lot different than the newer seasons because the newer seasons, I feel like it's always in Fiji. I could be wrong, but like, I feel like it's always in Fiji. No, they've been, it's like their new, not to interrupt, but that's like their new like place. Yeah. So five or whatever there. Like, I remember watching, I think it was China, and they came in, and they did, like, that little prayer thing at the start, and I always, I loved that. I loved those types of moments within Survivor, and, like, those little moments where they got Mm -hmm. to be with the community, but they were still never acknowledgement. We want to thank, you know, for being here. I think the last time I remember it being done was Gabon, but I could be wrong, where they had literally members of the parliament at the reunion. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Thank you." <laughs> can, <laughs> like, can I add? Oops, sorry. Can I add? Yeah, something? no, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, like, like you were saying, like, can't like, still to this day, a lot of people don't know 
like a lot of people in Canada, let's say they don't acknowledge that it was stolen land. Mm -hmm. And it's very important. Like I've been in my university, I had to do papers about these stolen lands, about the nations and all that. And like, just to see it happening, just to see that Arissa like said that it's just like, it makes me happy because I, I feel like I was a part of it. For sure. You too, you felt like a part of it, not a part of it, but like the word is like, you felt connected because you learned about this and you want to appreciate these people because as of right now, like, I'm sorry, but the, uh, do you guys know about the segregation schools? Yeah. You know, the last segregation school was in Canada in 1985. Like, can you believe that? Like in 1985, they would... For context, Nick, I'm going to give you context yeah, for people who yeah. don't know. Yeah, for people who don't know. Yeah, like all of the First Nations, like what they would do is that they would make these schools and take the First Nation children away from it. And pretty much, for white lack of a better them. word, yeah, whitewash them. So it was like taking them away from their... Culture, um, culture and kind of taking that away from them and then they would come back to their family and it feel like they wouldn't belong and, and, and it just like a lot of like yeah it was really bad and still to this day like we have places called res like reservation no not reservation res, like um, are you talking about res like university res or like the parc de recreation like no no like res like reservation. The, the res areas like where it's like no tax like yeah they like stay in one place and there are so mistreated they don't They're have mistreated, like they garbage. have no water they have trucks of water that come to them like it's sometimes they don't bring water and they just take the the rainfall and they shower from that like these mm-hmm. people are so mistreated and the fact that they they brought Damien yeah they brought Suzette was season one though the pioneer queen Suzette Suzette Damien Mm -hmm. Kiefer like it and like there was that segment where he's like speaking in his language and his dialect I found that like so fun I got goosebumps for real yeah that was definitely my favorite and yeah like it was overshadowed by the um, out segment because they were very close uh, I remember just on my timeline, I saw it. And I was like, all right, let everyone talk about it. And like, no one was like talking about it. And I was like, oh, come on. Like, that was like, I don't know. Like right now I'm like studying, I'm an anthropology minor. So it's like, that's pretty much what I study is like different cultures. So right now I'm in like a class about like native cultures in North America. So I'm like learning about it. And it's just like, yeah, like even from their, their like pre-contact times, like the Europeans just stole that, like no credit just given to them. And I think, like, just learning about, like, the very beginning or documented beginning um, is just, like, these people, like, show, like, great intelligence. And if you think of, like, Native Americans, how you're taught to picture them, it's, like, you don't get an intelligent vibe. You don't get anything good. And it's, like, I feel, and and in the U.S., it's, like, so bad right now. There are stereotypes. Like, I remember someone telling me that there's this, or I was listening to Minority Report with Suzette, I think, and she was talking about how there's like the, the stereotype that they drink a lot. And I didn't even know that was a thing, but that also comes from the fact that um, these white Europeans would give them booze in exchange uh, for like for like weapons, I believe, or yeah. something else. But like those stereotypes are because of Europeans. Like they're literally to blame. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just say that. Yeah. Frustrating because it's like way before us, but it's still happening. Mm-hmm. 
but it's also like the origins of where it started is like they like a quote that i like wrote down from like studying the other day was like books on native americans were closed before they could even be written and i was like exactly like they had no chance like from their origins like europeans just took that and it's like i don't know i'm glad because we still we don't get anything like that in in the u.s we'll, we'll probably never have a thing like that that arisa like a moment like that that Kiefer gave just speaking or arisa had just like like acknowledging it we're never we, i hope that we do in the u.s but it's like i don't see it happening because mm. the country itself is just like not supportive it's not looking out for any kind of like indigenous people at all like the reservations and like all of that going like the pipelines and stuff it's like it's it, it, it's it goes far before us, but it's like right. the fact that we're still seeing very little progress is like, come on. So, I mean, that acknowledgement, I'm sure like it meant a lot to me just as someone who studies this stuff. So for someone who like actually it is directed at or like mm -hmm. is like meant for is like, I, I don't know. I'm glad it was said. I remember I stopped. I was like, Oh, like shit. Like we're not, this is not game. Like, Arista just said, we're going to stop. <laughs> she said, yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know. It's very, like, because it's, it's necessary, too. It was, what, a minute max? And it was, like, you just fucking, like... Ended everything. It, it's, like, I don't know. Like, I... It just already starts an education for mm -hmm. people who aren't aware with just so little that she said. And I think, like, I, I hope... I don't think that she'll touch on it again, like, the same way. But I think, like, definitely anyone who watched, I mean, a majority, I'm assuming a lot of Canadians know those issues. But, like, for someone like me who, like, the U.S. has different issues, like, same people, different, like, different issues regarding it, I think it's, like, fuck. Like, we, 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 we should be focusing on this. We should and, be doing better. Yeah. And not nearly enough. There's still no protection. The U.S. is still terrible. Um, don't know much about Canada's situation, but it seems like we've got issues oh we need oh, progress uh we could we could do a whole like three hours on quebec like literally <laughs> like progress this hard yeah. and mm -hmm. it's, it's i don't know i'm just very not to be like our generation is great but it's like i'm very glad our generation's willing to listen oh yeah, yeah. and question things um because i feel like I know it's like another basic thing, but like people before us don't question things. They blindly follow. And as much as I wish that wasn't true, because my parents, personally, my parents are not like that, but that's just my parents. So mm -hmm. it's like, although I grew up with that, like thinking like question it, like don't just believe that shit. Like just believe what you believe. Don't let anyone do it, but also like be educated about it. I think that's something I've always been taught. So it's like, not everyone has, not everyone has parents who believe anything similar to my parents and i feel like it starts in the home conversations can start in the home can end in the home like can you can grow in the home like i could tell my mom about this right now she'd definitely be willing to listen to me and i feel like that's something that i have that a lot of people don't have which i feel like leads to could also be a negative for me as it causes me to believe that people are just willing to listen and it, mm. it becomes more and more evident that people aren't willing to listen people aren't willing to question anything so I think like Arissa, like it's Big Brother Canada. We didn't come to talk about stolen land, but to have that little moment 
it still means so much while not even taking away from the show. Mm -hmm. So we still were focused, but also got that little like insight, which is necessary. And it's like, it also shows it doesn't require much to like get the conversation going, just acknowledge it. She didn't stop the show for more than again, a minute. And it still like says so much that we're talking about it now. So I think it shows it's like very little is started just to get the ball rolling. The conversation doesn't end there just because she stopped saying something. So I don't know. I think it was a great moment. I just wish, I just don't see it happening in the U.S. And I just want that to be different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's just where I'm at. Especially with that. I don't know. I thought it was super important. Mm -hmm. I will, I will say like, since we're talking about Marissa, like I, okay. So me and my cousin, uh, she's like, she's like, what? She's 11 now. She came to my house this summer and we watched Big Brother all the time. And we have this little thing where I'll say, Arissa looks, and my cousin goes, good. So we say that all the time we see Arissa on our TV screens. And that premiere outfit just reminded me of like my little cousin and I going, Arissa looks good. Like Arissa just, I feel like it's not even like the dress itself. Like she looked stunning in the dress, but it's like she looked in. I don't want to say position of power, but like the authority, that energy that she was conveying out. I was so happy because like literally as someone who studies communications and likes media and wants to be part of that in some like way, shape or form to see a woman like that. And mind you, I've had Arissa. Arissa is like a big deal in Canada. She like started reality TV with like I, it was like the the real world's version of, of like can, yeah. Canada. Canada like, yeah. she's been on TV screens and like even for me like even like that small cameo in Camp Rock too icon yeah you did that <laughs> mm-hmm. like it, like Arissa's always been someone that I've seen or I've known of or like because I'm such a fan of reality TV to see her in an as a host which is something I would love to do like in the future as a host as someone just standing there in her power as an executive producer ah, like no one could take that away from Arissa and that energy was so conveyed the way she speaks the way she held herself like Arissa's obviously an expert but she killed it these last few episodes and I can tell that it's going to continue from here on out and I'm so happy and I'm so excited for Arissa I queen all the flowers yeah just to add Arissa is like like she's like flawless like everything she does everything she says everything she exudes it's just perfect from head to toe like I don't want to disrespect Miss Julie Chen move moon <laughs> no we're gonna drop the moon vez until she can drop that she Julie Chen okay fine um yeah, no. like I don't want to diss her but Arissa has like five steps ahead of her it's just mm-hmm. because arissa cares about no i'm not saying julie doesn't care but arissa has like a sense of importance. she's a fan she watches she's a fan she watches yeah. this and she yeah. wants to do better and she cares about her people she cares about other people she cares about the show and she cares about the fans mm-hmm. and I, will, I will say being a bbus like that's that's me that's um julie is different She's similar to me in the sense that, like, very little is good for her in terms of, like, interacting. Like, she doesn't give so much energy. Um, I'm, I'm not, like, struggling to say good things about her, but it's just, like, 
if you're going to compare her to Arissa, it's like, obviously, Arissa just blows her out of the water. Like, the energy, the enthusiasm. I think that's the one thing, is, like, she can't, like, Arissa can, like, motivate people. Like, you can not even be in the game, and you're like, fuck, we got to do this. I want to do that. I want to make a move. I want to be a great player. Like, she, like, inspires people just to, like, want to play the game. And I think, like, she can do that without even interacting with the people, with, like, actually playing the game. I don't know. I think, like, her being able to, like, capture everyone, like, just her standing on that stage, no audience, no people around her is, like, incredible. And unfortunately, Julie just doesn't give that. Mm -hmm. But I will say, of course, in the U.S., I do love Julie. I just question Mm -hmm. her adding the Moonves to her spoken title, especially with the timing. I think it was very inappropriate. I think it was very kind of like almost mm-hmm. a shame. It was like your husband being like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my god, things. It's not like there was like some weird affair drama. It was like no, like he's he's a pretty bad person. Mm-hmm. Was <laughs> like after that, I was like no, like no. I, that, yeah, that, I think Julie Chen is. Yeah, I think Julie Chen is. Uh, like not to take away from her because she is a good host mm-hmm. um but I, I i definitely the way i view her is not the same as i view arissa but they're not it's not to say that one is better than the other but they just the way they behave within what seems like the interest in big brother is different and they have different ways and they bring different energies and julie may be bringing something to the table that maybe arissa isn't that we don't know of but you know they're they're all good hosts but i guess do you guys want to talk about anything else before we end this or do you think we touched on everything i think we did pretty good especially with the limited content we got mm-hmm. <laughs> let's talk about how tj lavin no i'm joking oh my yeah. god oh my god <laughs> imagine no oh when, lord when i get on cast on big brother 23 and then you guys see me on the cast for challenge 39 I know that's right, Bestie. Come yeah. on, so, guys. We're all getting on the challenge forty-six. We're gonna <laughs> run. We're gonna run all of them. I don't think the challenge is for me. I think okay. I'm gonna save the Big Brother house and then maybe Survivor. I would love Survivor. I would do the <laughs> challenge, but pretty much for that appearance fee, I am not physically fit enough to do that. Give me a few k. I'll I'll take it. I'll be first boot. I don't care. I don't know. I'll take Ashley Mitchell's title. She can stop being first boot for once. Like, I'll oh let her my go. god! Not that. I, I want to get on, and I just want to like be a mess because that show's like everyone's messy, and like everyone's going ham. Josh can make it close to the end every time, and, and he'll I'll never go to a final. Josh has been putting in some work physically. Like I've seen oh, yeah. the gym yeah. snaps. Like he's into it, and I, I don't even hate him anymore. I just he's so frustrating to watch. He's, he's overheated. In my opinion, he's overheated. I never hated Josh. He was my I never big brother Josh. winner pick, and he won. He stole the bag. Whether you think he deserves the win or not, he got it anyways. So what about it? Anyways. But, like, I can understand some people's frustrations with Josh. Like, especially the throwing of drinks. That's when I was like, come on, Josh. You know <laughs> I was rooting for you during Big Brother. But you can't. Yeah. throw drinks at people stop doing that yeah. stop doing that and yeah but i digress anything else for the big brother canada yeah so i'm just hoping for a really good season i want to see some good comps 
I know BB Can has good comps in general, but I want to see good comps. I want to see good HOH reigns. I want to see good power moves. Power moves. I don't want to see a scared game. If I see another fucking scared HOH, I will legit flip a fucking switch and I will destroy everything. Okay, I am over it. Okay, BB Can Seven was a total fuck up. Okay, and I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm sorry. I'm very tired. And <laughs> but like this, I'm. I'm. It's me. It's. I, I mean, not it's me. It's. It's legit the tea, and like I'm ready to see some good shit. And yeah. I feel like good shit is gonna happen from what we saw in these two episodes. Yeah. Especially after last season, like being just canned like that. Like, no, they have oh, to step it up. Oh my! God. I don't want to talk about season eight. Yeah. Season eight. But also, season eight. Like, I again didn't watch. But I, didn't like only one person get like formally evicted? There was yes. Five- Five people out of the house, I think. One of them were, no, four. One of them was actually evicted. One quit, and two got kicked out. And auntie is that one person wanted to get kicked out, but they wanted to secure their bag, so they they asked to be put on the block, but then COVID happened, so we yeah. don't even know if they got put on the block. Like, oh my just God. quit after quit after explosion, quit. Like literally, I think his name was Michael. Correct me if I'm wrong. Michael. But it, yeah. Like his bio, his bio says the only evicted house guest of BB8. And I think he made a joke too, because he was like, "At this rate, I'm gonna be the only one," because people were like uh, quitting, getting kicked off, or whatever. And, and then COVID happened. Like, like I don't know. I think that's his power. But also, maybe it needed to be shut down because, like, if it was five people, four or five people out, and only one formally evicted. It was gonna be like a like it was there was like legit two guys left. But what was wrong with that? What was the energy for that season? I just, okay, so oh, crack. Okay, so <laughs> the first guy, Nico, uh, he w- there was this twist where the four least voted people had to battle it out, and Minley and Chris won the the competitions, and there was two people left: Suzette, uh, not Suzette, Suzanne, and Nico. And Nico was like, "Oh my god, I can't do this anymore. I'm gonna be voted off." No, no, and he just quit. Then, uh, then Michael got evicted the next week, and then the following week, uh, Min Lee was Montreal Queen, but like she's kind of problematic, but we can get that. Oh, uh, Lord! But, um, what so Min Lee was nominated and she wanted to do a house meeting, and Jamar was there to protect Min Lee, and then Kyle, 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 that guy, he kind of went off on Min Lee, and Jamar wanted to protect, um. Minley and apparently he went a little too haywire and Vanessa felt threatened and Kyle felt threatened and they said oh my god I can't do this oh my god I'm I'm being very threatened and then they kicked them out and then the following day I think Kyle was like running his mouth about Jamar right after he got kicked out and then they kicked Jamar out and then they're like yeah BB can is over Y'all you guys of- want the tea, the live BT? We should do uh, the live BT. Or do you guys spoil or not? For what? For BB Cam. Like now? Yeah, I can give you guys some, some tea. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Like, so- this will be cut better. Like, it'll be cut or whatever. No, we- we'll just do a live feed warning. Okay, because okay, we're posting it, what, tomorrow? Live, so- live feed warning. warning live, live feed warning. Okay. Okay, dope. Okay, so. Um, I'm going to tell you about, actually, I'm going to talk about Julie's interview first um, on TikTok. Apparently, she did some TikTok interview. Yeah. I might download TikTok solely to watch these interviews. But um, she said 
that truly understands why the dolls had to vote the way they did. Um, it says uh, she recognized her downfall was playing safe while just Josh hustled. So we didn't see Josh hustle. So that's really interesting because it seemed like that was his only hustling was going towards Julie. So, and then it says that she correctly guessed that Victoria was the one who voted to keep her. Therefore, it wasn't planned that Victoria was gonna keep her question mark, question mark, question mark to be continued. In terms of live feed updates, Austin, I know that's right, drive, uh, draft pick. One first HOH. Oh, was, we we can, can, I love that. I love that. Who Austin, you is, Austin is is what team? She's team uh, Destiny. So my draft picks get to live another day. I know that's I, right. I think, I think my draft picks are good too. What? Does that mean the whole team is saved? Um, there is no, there's no, okay. I cannot lose another draft. Oh my God, for me, it's only Jetson. No, it's, for me, it's only Tyshawn and Victoria that are safe. What is, I have Josh, Braden, and Kiefer. Oh, wait, do we guys know that if the team is safe? Yeah, I don't think there's comfort. I don't think it will. Maybe. So, Okay. There, uh, sorry, I was reading uh, a hamster watch. Hi, thank you. Shut up, hamster watch. There was apparently a big fight slash blow up before the show's taping today, including that Julie went off on Josh and cussed a lot. So we might never see it, but I'm crossing my fingers. Please let us see it. Like it's giving me BB can fight tease. Like, did, did, did he, did, um, did um what was it wait like, what's mark bb can't fight for mark oh, in the first and literally got himself sent God. home yeah, yeah demetrius like i'm gonna say why did i say demetrius demetrius was gonna go home first and then mark just blew up his whole game like shovel dig shovel dig mm-hmm. um apparently there's like a tiktok screen in the house ew i don't even know what that is they're yeah. gonna dance i'm not sure how i feel about this like tiktok like I mean, hey, TikTok clouds, like big BB cam. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, it's, it is working because I'm going to have to get TikTok after this. <laughs> literally. But yeah, um, and apparently Latoya said that everyone was scrambling today. And yesterday it was sure that Josh was going. So Josh was supposed to go. Can I, can I like, and still- Julie oh left. Like, we need to see this fight. Like, I need the run down. Um, disgusted. That's, that's definitely like, Probably big. I'm getting some new tea as well. My draft pick, number one pick, is apparently a manipulator because Rohan told Kyle that he encouraged Julie to go off because he wants a bigger target on Josh's back. And he hoped that Josh and Kiefer go on the block. Yeah. I love that. Jeez, those are both my draft picks. Leave me alone. I'm hoping my draft picks are like are okay. Nothing's going on. And the tea and the gag is Austin and Brayden are talking in the HOH room and sounds like the noms, just like Rohan wanted, are going to be Kiefer and Josh with Kiefer their target. But a lot of other people, they know that a lot of other people would prefer Kiefer to, uh, for Josh to go. That's amazing. Rohan, his mind. Austin, her mind. 
So how do we feel about that? That's all I got for you guys tonight so far. Uh, that's like good. I mean, Rohan. Yeah, but Rohan. But again, if Rohan can get that to work, like again, gameplay he promised, there it is. I mean, that that's the thing. Like, everyone was like, I, everyone was doubting Rohan. I stuck by my man. I Wait, who doubted right. Rohan? Everyone. No, what? literally, on my Twitter. First boot. Everyone on Twitter was Rohan's first boot. The only other person who um, I think um, didn't want Rohan to go that I saw on my Twitter feed was I think the name is Yaz, but I don't. I know her at her, her ad is Adomis. Oh yeah, yeah, Yaz, yeah, yeah. Love, I love her. I love Yaz. No, I'm assuming the programs. I'm gonna say they love them. Okay. Um, because I don't know the program pronouns, but. Yeah, it just seemed like everyone on the timeline wanted Rohan to go. I was like, hello? That's my number one draft pick. I know that's wrong. Um, so I was just very shocked. But I'm apparently the fact that um, Rohan, we don't know if this is 100% true because we didn't see anything. But if Rohan pushed Julie to confront Josh and Josh was originally supposed to go, and then Julie left, like, he is delivering what he promised. Yes. And we have to stand. And I, I just, I really hope they give us this recap and, like, the explanation of the dolls, especially since the dolls are HOH or, like, the two people are in HOH. So, um, you know, it just, there's definitely a lot of question marks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I guess, yeah. Maybe can nine great start. No, right. Not a great start. I say. I think it's a great start. I'm it's talking about the first Julie... episode. I'm talking about the first episode. First two episodes, how it was like delivered. It was mm. is very weird. But now, like, if these rumors are true, I'm down. Like, let's yeah. go. Let's we do still, it. We still need a lot more information. So mm-hmm. hopefully, the next episode will just help with that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, gameplay wise good it's been it was a pretty good first week but personally what would i like to see someone else go but yeah gameplay wise we've seen some good shit already i wanted josh to go to be honest i'm sorry i just hope he switches his attitude around or or i'll want the same because i think compared to him and julie i would have rather seen him go but if he's Mm. gonna stay make it fucking worth it i think i think he's gonna i think josh will not make it to jury that's my prediction. Same. I don't think he's going to make it. I, I don't I, think he'll go he's... home this week, though. He needs I to go. I, I, I don't know if he's going to be like... I don't think... If Kiefer's a target? Um, oh, what, though? But that's exactly what people said. The, the captains would be targets. But, like, they made no decisions. They made these teams. Like, I get that that's big. But it's like, Kiefer a target? He, I don't know. I, I don't want Kiefer to be a target. No. I, I, honestly, it's really weird because, like, I'll... The people I would want them to go out. I like all the cats, weirdly. Um, mm-hmm. There's not one person I'm like, I wish he would go on the block. Not just yet. Like, even Latoya has me, like, shook a bit. She was my flip of the week. But, yeah, I um, I think I think that's really it for tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really yeah. We got the tea. We just got to wait to see what happens. But, you know, that's um, right. Rohan may just be... 
on my stand. Manipulation. I know. Will I be maybe knocked down? It's still too early. He might just get knocked down next week. Will I be a Rohan defender? Yes. I think Perhaps. I can see myself standing him. I really like his. I've already stand. I think yeah. Yep. We have it here <laughs> documented. Josian is the OG stand. Never left him. Um, I think <laughs> oh very promising, and it's it's exciting to see him actually coming through with that week two. Mm. And very like yeah. actually trying to do what he was saying. I'm just nervous because like I I don't think I would have said that to anyone. I would have kept that for the DRs because he told Kyle. And I don't know how close, again, we don't know the dynamics of the house. We don't know what the hell is going on. But if Kyle is not someone who's really going to be down for him, if Kyle does spill the beans, that could be a demise for Rohan's game. But again, we don't know. So we're just going to leave it this at this with like question marks. And because Monday is like HOH nomination episode, and it's an hour. I'm hoping that the recap of what's been happening or the explanation of everything is going to be within the 20 minutes or even half of the episode. Because honestly, if night one, you guys have already established that you guys want to put Josh and Kiefer on the block and there's no crazy changes, I don't need a long 30-minute period of who do you think I should put up if you, like, literally at this point, it's 12, 16, like, it's Friday. Like, I don't, oh my God, WandaVision. Anyways. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. Yep. Um, yeah. So I guess, Vicken, do you want to sign off? Yeah. Uh, with that being said, thank you so much, guys, for watching, uh, listening. If you're listening on the podcast app or you're watching on YouTube, we would like to appreciate y'all for taking time to listen to our opinions because we, we just like to talk. With that being said, thank you guys so much. Uh, we'll be back for, with another episode next week with the new HOH rain, veto competition, and live eviction. If ever we are, if you guys are open to hearing other TV shows, let us know and we would be doing it with pleasure. So thank you guys. I hope you guys liked it. Peace.